right, what three things am I missing from the previous season to pick up still? Can you go him? Me? <laughs> what the hell was that? You're a serious robot. <laughs> what? We I did hear. Are you guys hearing me? But each of those words had about double the number of uh, syllables. syllables. Yeah. All right. Speak. Speak to us, my team. Do you have any? Do you have any <laughs> bandwidth to speak? Does it love you? Hello. Is anybody there? <laughs> I don't think I. I think we're down a demon this week. I can't be sure, but I think we're down a demon this week. Uh, I'll be back eventually. Yeah, that's kind of the part that scares me. Night demon spend with Wayne. Bye 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 bye. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny Two podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Can you guys hear me right now? We can, and you're not a robot. It's amazing. God for that. You did it. Yay. It's Craig still recording. He is, isn't he? He is currently still recording. Yeah, we have a lot of extra words this week for you to edit out. Well, no, I'm just going to just cut it and start recording. Yeah, just be like this. Fresh. Why would you ever do that? No, no, no. Hold on. Before we get crazy, let's back up and think about this. Okay. So, don't te- no. Don't even con me that you guys have actually got started. You've done introductions. You've done no, this no. week in Destiny. I did the introductions. You wouldn't let me keep it though. No, well, you well, were doing we... introductions before we'd even started recording. On right. The podcast. <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair, you did them, and then they went into the stream ether. So, like, there is no there is no recorded are, evidence are of this ever ready? happening. Are you ready? Are we ready? We can do this. We can no, I've got, I've got 45 envious touch shaders to break down still. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, and I need to tell you a story. Oh. I like a story. <laughs> so, I was on Guardian Down podcast this week, so go check them out. Fancy. You're just making, you're making, you're making the rounds. You're, you're going to be on Truth and uh, Sweaty Spooks' podcast next, and then do the Guardian Hub and end up on DCP? Huh? 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 I'd like to do... A lot more podcasts, but the time difference is nasty. Um, well, why don't you just look for podcasts in your region? Because they're not good enough. Uh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, oh, European oh, podcasters. Oh, the, oh, 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 European oh. podcasters, the gauntlet's been thrown down. Anyway, so I did, I did Guardian down the other night, and um, Sorry, it was very really funny because Gator was doing a respawn for a good half an hour at the beginning of the show. Good man, Gator. He had a soundboard that he'd kind of purchased or done something with, (laughs) but he hadn't altered his system or or hadn't done anything to the system, but he couldn't get it to play. And Hazel and I were just kind of sitting there cracking up because it was exactly the same as Respawn. He was, you know, professing the fact that he hadn't done anything to his system. He hadn't upgraded it, hadn't done anything, but he'd added this soundboard. So obviously it wasn't working. (laughs) Um, I 
on a soundboard. I haven't put it in yet, but I have it. I mainly have it for like swapping no, between. You are not putting ones. anything in. Oh, the amount oh. of the not, amount of not things. A soundboard, not a soundboard. Um, uh, yeah, what is it? Uh, a streamer board where it has a different button. So like swap to this window, swap to that window, mute this window, turn off that mic, etc. Yeah. No, it's that's going to be deadly for you. Don't do that. Uh, oh, it's already a thing? No. It's already a thing. No. It's plugged in. It's turned on. It's not oh, said. No no good will come of this. The, the technology <laughs> is not what's worried me. It's, it's the capability to use said technology that worries it, it, me. It's, it's the user. <laughs> the user input. Hey, I figured out why I was dropping you know, the frames in... in in five minutes of actual troubleshooting. So you know what? I got this. Yeah, also, right. I don't know if you guys notice the sound change. There should be less reverb. Should be being the key word because um, the only thing that I had changed last time you complained about me sounding different is I bought larger monitors. Right? Which, so just like we said, he's talking to the stream now. And, no, us, and we don't care you. what he's saying to the stream. No, I'm talking to you guys because y'all were talking about how I sounded different, right? So, like, the only thing that I had changed to quote-unquote sound different is I got bigger monitors, which could potentially bounce sound back, I guess, right? That's, that's what Parody told you, yes, yeah. Right. That's how hard so, work. Mm -hmm. I, moved, I moved the monitors back about six inches. I also put soundproofing on the wall right there, the wall over there, and the door over there, so that there's less reverb bouncing off the walls as well. So, there should be an overall less amount of echo, assuming things are working as intended. But how many dogs will we have barking? That's the real question. Well, that's why I put and it on the who, door. Who will let I them out? On, I put it on the door so that the dogs and the baby would be less intrusive, right? And I have tested what it. Did you, sorry, what did you put on the door? Um, I noticed. You know they can't read. Either one of those. Dogs or children. What? No matter what age they get to, they can't read. No, there's soundproofing on the inside of the door, on my side of the door. You know, the I big styrofoam squares that, that muffle sound from coming through that studios have? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you doing that, that thing where the YouTuber moves their camera around to show people? No. No. No, because I'm playing. No, not that professional, um, then. No, no. That'll come later once it's completely finished, because there's a spot right there that's not completely covered, and I don't want it to look like... So, that being said, just know that 90% of my wall, all of my door, and the wall that Parody, the door is You know is we feel this, don't you? Oh yeah! The, the, look what mm -hmm. we've done. We've created a monster. He'll have the oh, green yeah. screen behind him and everything soon. I will have a green screen eventually. It, see, I, 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 see, I that's what I'm, that's what I'm waiting for. It, it's a thing He's, that you see. That see, you this is yeah, yeah, yeah. See, This is the long con all along. See, we we egg him on and we poke him and we make fun of him, and then we we make him use all of his money to trick out his stream, and then we ride his coattails to victory. He thinks he's here uh, riding our coattails. No, no. See, this is the long game. No, I wouldn't say your coattails. We're, 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 we're here. We're here just to profit off him. Eventually, it may take a while, but eventually, it's going to work out. <laughs> We'd just be the comic relief in the background. Yeah, exactly. I mean I mean, it'll, it'll be the point where he's trying to stream and he'll be like, "Guys, shut up!" And, we're, and we'll start telling a ten-minute story about something before he goes live. So, see, it'll be great. We're just his entourage. Yeah, and and that would be fine. But like, even if that, I know you guys are joking, but even if that were the case, considering all the work he put into this in the beginning, that'd be worth it. I'd be totally okay with that. And I think it'd be a good show just to have a bunch of banter because. A lot of these streamers, whenever they do solo streams, I don't find it entertaining. The streamers that I like are the ones that have friends on. 
that have the banter, that are messing with each other the whole time. You know, like Jeb. Jeb and Datto, right? They do a lot of their streams together now. And I, I find that entertaining because they're messing with each other. So Jeb or if, Jez? Jez? Well, they call him both. So the Jez? His name, yeah. They call him Jeb and Jez. I don't know which his real name is. I don't know what's his screen name, but they've called him both on stream. So I don't know which one is which. He, he doesn't watch the streams. He just listens in an audio-only capacity. Oh, I watch, especially when Travel Danielle's involved. Wow. <laughs> now, now you're just saying words that I don't understand any of them. Travel Danielle is Dado's wife. Very good. Anyway, moving on. So, welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, where we like to lead the show with 30 minutes of complete and utter nonsense that nobody can keep up with, follow, and we'll probably have most of it edited out so you don't even get context. Great. I am No One Respawns in Real Life, the star of Two Titans and a Hunter, and to my left is Night Demon, who is the British dad that does his best to keep us all in check. Doesn't usually work, so he has to edit a great deal of this out. And to my other left is the um, always wonderful Parody and his Titan-loving... I can't finish that sentence, so put in hey. something clever there. I was all my hunter this morning. I was helping the good hunter people win their glorious victory in the Guardian game. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. My bad. My hunter has completed one battleground in the last two seasons. Mm. And pulled two seasons of armor out. So now he's at light level. So now when I log into the game, it no longer begs me to say, hey, you can buy a boost for this poor hunter. And now it says, hey, he's at light level. He's fine. <laughs> and actually, I completely forgot about the boost system. Oh yeah, no. Like, like I, I've been staring at the boost system since since eleven hundred. I think my hunter was at like eleven twenty or something. And yeah. Now he's at, he's at a respectable thirteen fourteen. So see, now we're good, with without firing a single shot. So I'm gonna run it by you two first, right? So my wife is now playing on PC, and she didn't want to bring over her account from Xbox that has her warlock on it. So we went to create her a Steam account and all that other fun jazz, and she was on the character create screen. And she goes, what's the one that I have on the Xbox? I said, a warlock. And she goes, oh, well, I want to play a Titan so you can help me out. And I, like, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest now. If you didn't see that coming, you don't know your wife at all. No, no, no. Hold on. No, this wasn't intentional. There's more to it, right? She goes, I want you to be a Titan so you can help me out. And after consoling me for 30 minutes because I was crying in a corner. Oh, oh, she wants you to be the Titan. I'm no, sorry. No, no. I misunderstood. No, no, no. She wants to be the titan right and she wanted me to help her uh, but the okay. thing is, okay. is she forgot that a hunter was called a hunter and after crying like i said crying in the quarter for 30 minutes because my wife betrayed me she finally got to the point of asking me what was wrong and i told her how could you ask me you know to help you with the titan you know i am i am the leader of the hunter master race she goes oh oh hunter it's called a hunter i'm like what she goes, I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to make a character that you're always talking about. I'm like, and Titan was what you came up with? Yeah. <laughs> no, come on. To be honest, you are always talking about Titans. I guess that's yeah. fair. Yeah, but... I, mean, I mean, Titans <laughs> leaves your mouth probably four times more than Hunter does. Let's be honest here. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, she's created a Hunter. She hasn't done anything with it yet because we're going to save it for a stream where the wife is going to start a destiny experience all on her own and i want everyone to be there to watch her grow into the I next party night demon correct me if i'm wrong i feel like we were suckered into this before i feel like we were told there was to be like a yeah. borderlands stream and i think it happened once yeah, it did. and then never again she didn't, like borderlands. she didn't like borderlands she does like destiny she said she claims 
She claims she likes Destiny. So this is the test for her. We're going to see if she's going to actually play. She's going to play here, and her face is going to be on camera while I comment from somewhere else watching. <laughs> I will tune in for episode two if it makes it that far. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, no, that is the plan. Because, you know, I'd really like it if my wife would play Destiny with me. I think I'd play a lot more often if she was involved, you know? Just the banter alone would be entertaining, I think. Anyway, so this week at Destiny, things happen. Guardian games have concluded, more or less. Hunters have won. And, you know, we are the champions. No copyright. And, uh, yeah, as, as we they, all they know. can't copyright it if you sing a version of it. You know this, don't you? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You could sing the whole thing if you like. Can you? Uh, oh. yeah. Go on. Edit. I'm not really keen on how copyrights yeah, the the you should maybe look into that if you're going to start streaming. <laughs> no, because I don't do anything that could even risk copywriting. <laughs> so, anyway, how hopeful were you that your Titans were still going to win this season? Because apparently, Astacross was convinced that nobody could beat his Titan brethren. Well, we we did win. Our our bet paid off. Okay. Yeah, have you not seen the fireworks? Yeah, every yeah. week oh, yeah. we yeah, win. Works, yeah, you see, we bet on the hunters to win, therefore we win. So right. it's it's a win-win situation. Now I'm not sure what we've won. I think just glimmer. I, I went back and read the read the lore piece, uh, mm -hmm. the Titan Buck Cape, just to see what you know if it said what the bet was, and it just mentioned some glimmer. It's like, oh, is that all we bet? Horn was involved in the bet at some point, wasn't it? No, it was, well, yeah. I mean, the hunters brought the horn, but the Titans didn't bring the horn. So yeah, I I don't know what the hunters bet something something with a horn, but yeah, I was just they, curious what the what the Titans wagered to for you know for the hunters to win. So mm. I want to see what, what our payoff was going to be. You know, Bungie should put some extra glimmer in our accounts for you know betting on the hunters to win. Correct. Your payoff is that you all get to play hunter now, forever. And that's why I was on my hunter this morning. See, it, it was working out great. You can't play Titans anymore. Your Titans have lost the bet, and until next Guardian Games, nobody's allowed to play Titan. Not my rules. I didn't make them up. I just follow them. I think I'm still having issues with the, my um, internet. I don't know why. You guys keep cutting in and out. Mm. Um, he's clear to me. Am I clear to y'all? Him? Yeah, you, you yeah. are clear when you do come come through, but you'll be yeah, in the middle yeah. of a sentence and suddenly cut out, or I'll be in the middle of talking, and you guys can't hear me. Have I cut off you at all, Parody? Or is it just him? Uh, that last sentence you cut out a little bit, but beyond that, no. Do we want to change the servers to the UK and see if that does any? No, you know, no, does any better? Two versus one. <laughs> I'd rather have you two talking all the time than me. Yeah, you think? Well, that's yeah. not what the people want. No, they need your voice to lull them into. Well, uh, I, I can interject. I think this week I'm going to be safe to interject things, and then that way, if you hear me, it's a bonus. If you don't hear me, then. You guys can just continue talking. No woman, okay. no, no woman, no problem, right? No, wait, that's not what you said. You said something else. Mm -hmm. All right, we have entirely too many channels because my feeble brain cannot find <laughs> where we put the things for the things. So, you know, like, like a dutiful, yeah, I mean, like a dutiful host, I did turn on the game this week in order to, A, you know, remember how Destiny works and that it exists. I and two, that, yeah. Yeah, to see what, what next week in Destiny was going to bring us. So next week in Destiny, uh, season of the Splicer begins. 
You use the A to one of the tower to transmog your gear through the convoluted armor synthesis system. You can defeat Belmon, Transcended Mind, and the Glassway Nightfall, the ordeal. And Team Scorched returned to the Crucible. I never knew that that's what his name was. I thought, who's Belmont? Who, what, what is a Belmont and where has that suddenly come from? But it isn't. It's... Even as I was reading that, I was going, defeat Belmont. I'm going, who's Belmont? Wait, let me read after it's the comment. Belmont, not Belmont, Belmont, right? No, I'm calling it Belmont. See, Belmont is a completely different class of mythology there. Not mythology. Story, story, writing, right? He, he could be Bill Monty Python, and that's an entirely different Boston. <laughs> Goodness. Have you guys seen the... Never mind. Continue. Yes. How do we get sidetracked real fast? Go ahead. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, it's also worth mentioning, and we'll get to it later in the TWA, but, you know, Team Scorched is coming back to the rotation in the Crucible again, mm, along with one other yeah. game mode. So Team Scorched is back. Tell mm. the nice people what Team Scorched is. That's when you've got teams and you've got scorch cannons, and that's right. only scorch cannons, and you're trying to scorch each other with said cannons. Yep. So how how do the scorch cannons work, Parody? It's like Lord of the Wolves, but it's a big cannon that shoots fire instead of a shotgun that shoots fire. And you can hold them hold down the trigger to fire up your shot and stick it to your friend Telesto style, and then watch them run into battle and blow up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So once or, you release the trigger, it explodes, walls. doesn't it? It yeah. does. It's beautiful. Yeah. And Destiny would also like to remind us that uh, Valor and Infamy rewards will reset on May 11th when the season of the Splicer launches. So players should visit Lord Shacks and the Drifter to claim all rewards available, including their rank engrams. Oh, and if man. you're really close to resetting one or the other, you know, getting to 15,000 Infamy or 2,000 Valor, Valor, Glory, Valor. Uh, you know, turn those in because those reset at the end of the season and you lose that progress and then you're sad. But yeah, basically collect all the things before the season ends. And hopefully you'll hear those before the end of the season. If you didn't, then, well, you should have done this already. Why Why are you waiting for me to tell you? Mm, because you're the ray of hope in an otherwise dark world. Hey, someone's got to be. Just go right with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, not, um, not, not to accept the ray of hope. So I, I'm curious where you guys sit in the season pass, because I think I was, I was saying before we got Demon's Audio back, I'm not sure I can keep my, my filthy casual card this season, because while I haven't done lots of high-level activities, uh-huh. uh, looking at the raid, second presage mission, Hawkmoon at all, um, Grandmaster Nightfalls, teehee, no. Uh, I am at level like 233 on the season pass. Well done. So I'm not sure I can really be all that casual. I've played a lot. I may not have accomplished much, but. <laughs> what did you do with all that playtime? Just spend all your time in Crucible or what? Uh, got my, well, got my Gilded Dredgen done. Um, Gambit? Really, really, I mean, yeah, I mean, I played a bunch of Gambit. Really, it was just getting on and seeing what, what thing I could do each week. You know, knock out three, three matches here, knock out some border ground or uh, battlegrounds there. Basically, it was get on and see where I could earn XP or earn Glimmer. Or try to find, you know, what, whatever thing I could do in the hour I had to play, just go go do it. Like I said, I'm, I'm very bounty-focused. Like, I'll pick up bounties, go do a thing. I finally finished some of the Entropic Shard missions on on uh, Europa, like, this week that I, I just had never done the last two. Never got around to it. So I figured I might as well do that before the season ends. Yeah, it's helpful. And good so job just, on that, man, because yeah. I did not get anywhere close to that. I think my... I'm 134. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm almost a full 100 behind you. You're ahead of me. Yeah, no, he's on top of wait, it, man. Wait, that, that can't be. No, you are. I'm, something, something is very wrong. I like, I like, I like a recount. <laughs> 224, I'm on. Inside joke, political, huh? Anyway, actually, uh, actually, I lied. I'm at two thirty four now. After playing, I, I, I that is two hundred thirty three levels with the hunt, or yeah, probably about two hundred thirty levels with the titan. A couple with the warlock in one on the hunter this morning, playing his single battle once. <laughs> so he helped. <laughs> nice, well done. Yeah, I mean that being said, I don't think there's a reason to go above two hundred. Like, or I mean, I mean to go above a hundred. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, there's yeah, there's nothing there, and I'm not saying Bungie, give me something to do, give me something to chase, but it's sort of like once you finish the pass out, who cares? Yeah, well, there's, there's do, nothing there. You do get the Eververse engrams every now and then as you go up and progress in ranks, and if you get to level 200, that is like basically five, in XP wise that guarantees you to get to 20 light levels on your artifact. I believe that's how the oh, XP thing works out. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was wondering where. Yeah, because I did, I did hit it the season where I didn't last, mm. and I was curious. Yeah, I, I never paid attention to. Yeah, how how far were you know how much XP you need to get to get to that point? Twab 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 so, so what I mean is this week at Bungie for the 6th of May, 2021. I think before we get into the, this week at Bungie, I think we should talk about the new season with the trailer and page that they've set up for Season mm-hmm. of the Splicer. So, so what you're saying is this week at Bungie, Season of the Splicer was revealed. That's what you're it telling was. me. <laughs> and now, and, and this is, of course, worth saying again, if you're, if you're listening to our show on the cusp of a new season, you should know we're going to talk about it. But if for some reason you don't, um, don't listen to us anymore. Because I, I, I'll just say the entire thing from here on out is spoilers. Yeah. Again, it's you know, you know, publicly put out there in the world spoilers. It's yep. not like oh, you had to have to hunt this down and find the right forum and chant the incantation. It's on Bungie.net. There's a page for it. So if you don't want, if you are happy with things being spoiled because they're out in the world, go for it. If for some reason you want to put your head down and go la 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 la, I see nothing. Um, go play Stardew Valley until the new season starts. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, but the thing so, is, we're not going to go into. Uh, I mean, spoilers, if there is on, any. No, but... hold, on. hold on. I've been trying to talk this whole time, and he was talking okay. back in my. All right. So, speaking of spoilers, right? I had our chat like keep putting blocks on all the spoilers because I didn't want to know anything until today. So I could either a watch the the thing for the first time today, and y'all get first reaction, or y'all can just tell me what's in there. And get first reaction, but as of right now, I have no idea what's coming in the next season except the Vault of Glass Raid. No babies, clue. babies are Jeez. coming. What? Fallen so babies. You don't know about the Hunter nerf yet, then? I don't know anything about anything. The oh. Hunters have all been turned into fallen babies. I, which is great because you have no <laughs> idea how serious I'm being, or or, 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 or fallen babies even have anything to do with anything. It's beautiful. It's like talking to a man out of time who lives in the same world you live in, but has no idea what's going on. Right? Like he's just emerged from a cave of some kind or some sort of time warp. Yeah. So to um, clarify for spoilers, it's only the stuff that's available on the bungee.net. We're not going to go into any data mine stuff 
I'm not right. going to break down the trailer into a thousand different photographs as I have done in previous seasons because exactly. these guys made a little joke about it in the chat and I thought, no, I'm not going to do that because mm. they want me to do it and I'm not going to do it. He'll you show us. He's going to accident you guys. He's going to accident. No, there are better YouTubers out there that have broken down a two-minute trailer into a 45-minute <laughs> Right. breakdown of each screen each little different thing so mm -hmm. that's, that's impressive in its own right i mean you got to give them that right yeah it's it's something i, I all i'll say is i'm i'm really in, i'm really digging the like prophecy dungeon style like tron meets rainbow is sort of how i see like their oh. art style this season it, i mean yeah. which is like you know like vex influenced very you know very blocky very tron futuristic with lots of bright colors which I'll either be blind by the end of the season or it'll all be beautiful. And Respawn, I have no idea what you're going to see. <laughs> they do, no. Yeah, but they do note in the, the, this week at Bungie that they have tweaked some of the colorblind settings for you. So shall we, shall we look at our, our calendar real quick while Respawn watches the trailer and catches up with what we're talking about? Well, well, I mean, I just assumed we were. If not, dealer's I'm, choice. I was looking at the TWAB, and I'm, I'm looking at the armors and whatnot on the TWAB. Uh... Okay, here's the trailer. Okay, yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. While you're doing that, so now, now, the game I want to play on this calendar is which of these things is totally wrong, and in two and a half months, we'll all be very upset about. So, Destiny Two gave us our season of the Splicer calendar that runs from May 11th to August 24th. So, plan your time off work accordingly. And I will tell you that on May 11th, which is Tuesday after reset. We're going to have an intro mission all about our armor synthesis and the endless night begins, which is free for all players. We have new spaces, new stasis aspect quests, which will require Destiny 2's Beyond Light. So I do appreciate them being like, here's the things you're going to need to do these things. So if you want your new stasis aspects, you're going to have to buy Beyond Light, which is separate from the current season of the Splicer. And if you bought the season pass for a season of the Splicer, you will get the Europa Override new six-player match-made activity. And for those of you who enjoy ritual pain and, you know, suicide jumping off a cliff over and over again, Trials of Osiris will be begin May 14th, as that's the first Friday after the new season. And then quickly on the heels on the 18th, Iron Banner returns. And Override Yay. also goes to the moon, so whatever our activity is, it'll have multiple planets again. But more importantly, Iron Banner returns. So that's all 19 is going to be doing May 18th. Possibly. And then a week after that, uh, May 22nd, Vault of Class, the raid race, everyone getting their teams together, trying to remember desperately how they played this. And you know, Parody's wedding anniversary. Don't forget that, everybody. Yeah, very importantly. I, I will not be raid racing because uh, I would like my to continue to go on past this anniversary. I think 11 years is a good spot to keep things going and not call, call an end to it. <laughs> May 25th, so we're going to have the weekly Pinnacle Mission and Override will move to the Tangled Shore. That being said, we're also going to have weekly Pinnacle Missions, which I assume will give us Pinnacle here, so that's fancy. Uh, June 1st, another weekly Pinnacle Mission, which they just say weekly Pinnacle Mission, but it's got a different picture, so maybe it'll be a different place, a different mission. June 8th, we're going to have another Iron Banner, because we should. And you guessed it, another weekly Pinnacle Mission for another week. Now, June 15th, for those of you wanting your Raid of Glass raid chat or 
gosh, Bolts of Glass raid challenges. Those come June 15th with, you guessed it, a weekly pinnacle mission. June 22nd, you're never going to guess what's happening, guys. Uh, a weekly pinnacle mission. Amazing. Didn't see that one coming. June 29th, Iron Banner's back again. It feels like and there's a, a lot of Iron Banner. Mission. And a weekly pinnacle mission. I, you know, I didn't see that coming. What a twist. <laughs> and then July 6th, uh, your Solstice of Heroes event begins, and your Vault of Glass difficulty options are available. So you can really suffer and make it interesting for yourselves. August 3rd, uh, Solstice of Heroes ends. There's another Iron Banner. And then August 10th is the epilogue. And our season ends. And um, kind of the, the you know our Destiny story. The fact they call it epilogue, it's like, what are, you know, this is sort of wrapping things up and we're moving into into new territory. Yeah. And yeah. more. And there's more. So it's sort of a... I wonder if they learned their lesson from last season or if they're just like, we're not going to tell you things so we can't be wrong about them. But it's sort of like you get weekly pinnacle missions and Iron Banner and we move our activity around a couple times. Yeah, that's it. And more. There's more in there somewhere, but like it's it's sort of sparse in terms of what exactly is going on. I think maybe they, you know, are pulling back on what they're telling us because I'm sure there's going to be, you know, other exotics dropping and other stuff that not, you know, they haven't talked about yet. Uh, but they're not explicitly laying it all out, so we can't all scream at them in two months and go, you told us this nightfall would be free, and now we can't get to it. <laughs> but it's nice that they're actually spacing out the weekly missions for like the story each week. Because when I was on Guardian Down this week, we were talking to Hazel, and he said you know, he'd done with the story when it completed like three or four weeks ago, and then he'd kind of gone off and played other games in the meantime. I was like, what are you talking about? If you'd have continued doing your Glycon mission towards the end, and I think it's this week was the last week, week 12, you would have got a little more of a story beat with what's actually happening on that side of, with the with the ship. And he was like, oh, I didn't realize that. But it it was a long kind of con for it because each week you were doing it, you weren't getting any story beats apart from the lore entries and going back and being able to pick up the caches each week. It's only in that final room at the end that there's a discovery and uh, there's a couple more story beats towards what's happening with Osiris and Keitel. So unless you kind of followed that each week, you wouldn't have known about that. So it's nice that they're making sure that they're telling people that there's weekly pinnacle missions that potentially have story beats. So you have to follow it each week. And maybe, hopefully, like we've had previously, if you haven't done it for three or four weeks, you can do the previous three or four weeks of weekly pinnacle missions to kind of catch up to where you are a bit like we've had with the seasonal challenges. Yeah. That's why I'm curious how they're going to handle it. If it's sort of like, you know, it's just an option to get a pinnacle, you know, reward each week. And once, if you miss it, it's gone or if it'll, yeah, it'll be something you can go and play again. Or if they're all on different planets, you like go select that planet's weekly mission. Yeah. Well, I think the whole idea is that everybody is to get up to 1300 with, is it 1310 is the soft cap this season, isn't it? And 1320 is the hard cap. So I think they're trying to get everybody on an even playing field across the board. So giving pinnacle rewards for everybody to get everybody up to a very similar level. You know, if you put in more effort, you're going to get there faster. If you put in little effort, you're still going to get there, but maybe towards the end of the season because where this season's been extended. Yeah, and and going, you know, that 
that like two weeks or so between, you know, the, the season starting and Volta glass being out, you know, it's not like you have to take, you know, take your three days off or actually, I'm sorry. You know, it's, it's basically that one week it's, you know, eight days between the 14th and 22nd. So it's not like you have to, you know, take days off work and grind, grind, grind and get your 50 light levels and do all this. It's like, this, this is a much more manageable. If you're, you know, at season cap now, it's not a big push to get, you know, raid ready for Volta glass. So I think it'll open that to a lot more people, which will be good. What's been annoying for me for this season, even though it's kind of, we've kind of finished nearly everything. I've been at 1309 on all my gear for the last two weeks. And I've done, apart from doing the raids, I've done all the little pinnacle things that I can do around the map on my Titan to get to that one thing to 1310 so that everything else after that drops at 1310. Do you think I can get that one thing? I cannot. Nope. nope. You cannot? And it's the butt cape. Is the butt cape <laughs> is the hardest thing to get. Anyway, um I watched the trailer and I'm kind of confused about a couple things. So when the sun didn't come up, is don't, that because don't come here for explanations. Yeah, well, if you I mean, fully for explanations, we're we're not the place to come for that. But, but I, I have watched the same trailer and that's about all the the research the I've done. Because we're in the simulation? Like Yes. I can tell you an endless How night. How did you get captured to become in the simulation? Listen, yeah. listen to what? what I'm going to tell you. An endless night. The Vex have plunged the last city into an endless night, threatening the safety once found beneath the watchful presence of the traveller. It is here, bathed in perpetual moonlight, that Ikora Rays reveals the identity of the unlikely ally that may hold the keys to the triumph over this attack. Mithrax, Kell of the House of Light, leads a small group of Elixir, who wish to be closer to the Traveller. As a sacred splicer, he possesses the knowledge needed to combat the Vex technology that ensnares the last city. There is a bond of light shared here. Will it be enough? So basically, yeah, the, the last city's been put into a, a simulation, a bit like we had on Mercury with the, um, uh-huh. with the forest and all their simulations. So they've managed to harness their technology and plunge just the last city Nowhere else. The EDZ probably isn't affected, or um, the Cosmodrome. It's just the last city. Hmm. Wouldn't you just avoid the last city if that was the place? Well, I mean, no, because it'll probably spread. you got to take care of the issue. <laughs> well, that's where everybody lives. So that's where all the ramen comes from. The mm. last city, no food. So got to keep the ramen safe. Ramen. Mm. I do like that he's actually going to be our ally now. We've only been waiting for that for how long? Since we saved well, him, no, he, he, he's been our ally for, for quite some time. He helped us in the Outbreak Perfected mission. I just he... want him to be playable. I just want to be a playable Fallen. That's just, give me that. That's amazing. I think we can agree on that. I don't think it's going to happen, at least not this season. But, yeah, I, 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 like, I like where this is going. I like the you know, introduction and, and bigger storylines for our non-human allies. Mm-hmm. You, know, our, our, you know, fallen allies, particularly. Next season, guess, we're going to have a Vex as an ally, one that doesn't yeah. want to be part of the hive mind anymore. That'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be that Vex harpy that we found on Nessus that takes us around to the captain. Mm-hmm. That really friendly one. But not yep. harpy. Like that harpy used to be a guardian, though, right? That's why it did what it did. Like it was an assimilated guardian or something like that. Uh, I don't. I don't uh, remember. 
We'll find out. I might be way out, but I remember it. It there was a reason that it was friendly, and it wasn't just because it was just a friendly vax. No, it was it was associated with it somehow. I think it was uh, a, a guardian that had been changed into a vex or assimilated into the vex or something. Okay. So, Parody, can we just quickly go back to the, the roadmap? You were telling us about Sources of Heroes. What is that for anybody that doesn't know? Oh, you're, you're acting like I remember because I was Sources of Heroes. <laughs> you, you love that's, it, Sources of Heroes. That's that's the event. That's the event at the end of the season where you get the armor sets that they want you to upgrade as sort of a celebration of hey, you got through the year and the season's ended, and here's a bunch of armor that you think is going to be really cool and will have some glows, and then by the next season, it's all useless. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be a celebration of the year of what you've kind of participated in, isn't it? Yes. You go back and redo previous missions sometimes, and isn't it that we've had for the last couple of years we've had the EAZ, which is the European Aerial Zone, where you collect different coloured orbs that give you extra powers and boosts, and you jump around a map looking for chess. Yeah. Crackdown and Destiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't quite have that. If you never played Crackdown, then uh, you know it makes no sense to you, but that's okay. So there's normally, like Parody said, there's normally some solstice armor that you can get that has different glows on it. Last year we had the first kind of glow that was available to use stasis on once we kind of got stasis when Beyond Light dropped. So if you're equipped last year's solstice armor, it has different cracks in it and glows with the different colors of whatever subclass you're rocking. So arc is a lighter blue than stasis stasis is the darker blue so i wonder what they're going to kind of pull out the hat for this year to get everybody involved or stasis excited blue? no I, I didn't mean to shock you on my screen it's purple stasis and all things stasis related are purple to me it's a dark darker blue huh okay maybe it's, whatever, it's, blue. it's whatever color well it's whatever color you turn your colorblind settings to make it be so it's different <laughs> for everyone but yeah, I think I think the reason why this season's or the past couple of seasons um, calendars have been quite sparse is previously we've had people complain that, you know there was too much information on there they didn't want to know all the different things but they wanted to know something they wanted to know that something was coming each week so they've kind of done that they've said this is coming each week it may not be an exciting thing each week but it's something for you to log in and go and do okay that's cool. And that, and then the end of the season, it just says August 10th epilogue. Now, we don't know how long that epilogue is going to go on for. Is it going to go on for a good another couple of two or three weeks? Because we've got a potential of the season 15 coming and then a big space of nothing in between either the end of this season or the end of season 15, because we're not going to get the Witch Queen until 2022. Wow, and that potentially coming maybe February March time. They haven't said. I mean, it could drop in January. It could be like the the first of January after Christmas. Boom, you've got it, kind of thing. But if they still do that with the normal rotation of things, we've still got like a couple of weeks to eke out the each season. So that's why they've put a couple of weeks on the end of this season, but then they've just left it as epilogue, and you don't know when the new season or season fifteen is going to start. So either they're trying to have to come up with stuff in between or they are just kind of spacing out with a, a nothingness of being able to complete stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, they're saying the season ends, you know, August 24th, but then, yeah, does the next season begin on August 25th? Or, yeah, is there downtime in the middle? Is there, because I know they had talked about like putting that, like inner, putting something between the two. And is that that weird no man's land of some number of months of, Vex, vex Did they actually talk about that? I thought we talked about that, saying that they should, but I don't know if they talked about that. They talked about you know adding, adding something in between now and and Witch Queen. I don't you know I only they said you know they didn't say like season. They just, I don't think they really said what it is going to be, but just there's going to be something between between here and there. I don't know. And real time in real time follow up to the friendly harpy from the quest my captain Exodus Black uh, lore on the Ishtar Collective. Um, f- so from that mission, uh, the ghost. There's that harpy again. It seems friendly. Maybe it'll lead to the captain. If nothing else, we'll have an interesting story for Asher. Harpy from Earth. You like Captain once? Failsafe. Captain Jacobson. Ghost. Failsafe, this is not your captain. Harpy, captain, yes, come, test, we test. So See? I don't think the Harpy is the captain. I think the Harpy is sort of role-playing the captain for its own reasons. Mm, yeah, but, but why, what reasons would a Harpy have? That's a thing, though. So uh, It's a Harpy. Why did the board do what they do? The board is all with the same mind, though, right? That Harpy was off on its own. That's what it wants us to believe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I just I I, I went to went to go try at least track down the lore pieces to see if it said, and we'll put that link in the show notes. And I am I am not not our so not not our so not not our slur. <laughs> 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 oh, my brain gets stuck on a loop. But anyway, sorry. What were we going to say, respawn? Mm. I wanted I to get like, that in before we got too far from it. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know what I was saying before you cut in with that. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> so what does matter, though, is that is our helms getting an upgrade. A new chamber overlooking the loading bay has been completed. It is here that the Vanguard will harness the splicer tech and plan their response to the Vex incursion. Mm. Now, what so I'm now, wondering... Is that that room with the map? Is no. The where, um... Uh, oh, the old tower, not, you mean? Not Future War Cult, uh... Dead Orbit. No, but like above Dead Orbit. Is that yeah, where... Future World 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 World. World. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Future World Because, yeah, New Monarchy is down on the other side of the tower. Is that that room where Future World Cult hung out for back when uh, uh, Faction Rally was the thing? No. He said it. He okay. Said okay. It. Well, I was trying to figure out if that was, if that was the room, if the helm was going to still be where the helm is, like... Layout-wise, yeah, so they're just sort of moving, it, quote unquote, moving where it is in the tower. So we're not going to a different place for the helm. They're just the helm. The helm's gonna be accessible through the tower, through the the director directly. Now you don't have to go to the tower first, but it's not like you know, to get into the helm. We're going to be in that little room. So wait, what? We can access the helm from the garage bay instead of the director. What? I what? Well, no, like in this new season, you know, like now you have to go into the tower first. Yeah. And then get to the helm. Then you fly to the, or you can fly directly to the helm, but it's a different fly zone, isn't it? Right. Uh, So, so in the new season, they're just, it's just to be something on the director you can select directly. You don't have to go into the tower uh, first. But then, you know, that's the change coming to the game. But then the change in my brain, because they talked about, you know, the 
the loading the the room overlooking the loading bay. I was like, well, isn't that the room where Future War Cult hung out? And it overlooks Dead Orbit and Saint Fourteen in that area. So yeah. that's the room I was thinking of, but that's not where the helm is going. It's not like you're, you'll go into that space to access the helm. Well, I mean, we should. We should give that space something more than just, hey, Zer shows up there every now and again, right? It's kind and, of an unusual. War Cult has just been sitting in there for months on end, alone. Yeah, in their little software. chair with the little screens in front of their faces. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have. Oh, what I'm wondering is the the umbral engrams that I've currently kind of stored up on all my characters that I'm still kind of holding on to that I haven't decrypted. If I hold on to them for next season, will they just nope. be able to be taken to the new helm and decrypt into the new weapons? Nope. What do you mean? No, you you're just saying this because you just don't want it to happen. No, no, I'm saying that because when they're dropped, they're encrypted with one of the random weapons that you can have. Unless you manually change it, right? So that's not going to change with this next season. I mean, they haven't done it yet. Why would they do it now? The ones from last season, or from the season prior to this one, didn't apply to this season, did they? Oh, no, no, we didn't have. Um, no, we didn't have um, engrams before. They've only just been introduced back in this season. Yeah, the, 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 we had them, and then they went away from the game, and now they came back. So we and haven't had you- a. We haven't had two seasons in a row where you could carry them over yet. Yeah, and they haven't said that you know you should get rid of them before the new season. So if you've got a bunch of them that just say Umbral Engram, because all it says is a mysterious engram contains a wide variety of legendary gear. Its contents can be focused using the prismatic recaster and decrypted using the Umbral Decoder, both located in the helm. And that's it. That's all it says. Unless it actually says like one that's specific for Season of Chosen. I've got one that says Chosen Intellect. And it says an engram containing season of the chosen armor with high intellect roll. That's it. So I think all the other ones, if you still got them, you could be potentially holding on to. You could go and decode them in the new season and get the new weapon set that's uh, going to be available. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So if you have the unfocused ones, maybe hang on. You know. And again, at this point in the season, there's probably nothing you're still trying to get out of them. So yeah, if they're unfocused, yeah, keep a couple, carry them over, see what happens. If they're focused. I think they're either going to either decrypt immediately or, yeah, or they'll be taken away or something. Because I know with the new season two, you'll no longer have to both focus and then decrypt them. Just once you focus them, it'll just automatically open that engram into whatever you focus it to. So I appreciate the little you know, quality of life. It's no longer two steps to do each of those, which was just an irritating loop of focus them open them, go back to the postmaster, get the rest of them, focus them, open them. So I just like the focus and open is one step now. Yes. So Override is our new six-player fireteam match-made activity. So six of us will use Splice the Tech to hack the Vex network, uncover their secrets, steal their codes, and use their power against them. That's all we know about it. It's just a new six-player activity probably similar to how we've had other six-player activities like the Menagerie and... and sundial. Uh, sundial, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm picturing this as sort of being like a, a Vex-themed Sundial. You know, a couple yeah, different, couple different is, venues yeah. it takes you to, a couple different bosses to fight. Lots uh, of champions. Uh, In the picture, there's champions, so mm-hmm. that, that's a good thing. I, I will absolutely be wearing my, my SIVA-infused Syntheseps because I feel like that's the best way to fight the, the Splicer tech with, with, with more Splicer tech. So have, have they said anything? I mean, I mean, I know it's like they've said, "Hey, it's a it's a management activity. 
it's coming. There's splicers. Uh, you'll be using, you know, I'm sure people have looked at the the trailer screenshots or the screenshot going, okay, well, they're fighting this champion with this kind of gun, so maybe that's going to be the gun. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder what we'll be taking champions down with this season. And I hope it's not something ridiculous. No, they, they kind of haven't said yet, but it's normally on a rotation, isn't it? Everything um, is going to be hand cannon just for you. Hand cannon. Well, 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 hand cannon. I'm wondering if sidearm will be a thing because the exotic sidearm. Yeah, I mean they're giving us an exotic sidearm and the first stasis exotic, so I, I kind of feel like sidearms are going to be something this season. Yeah. One would hope. Anti barrier sidearm. Oh my god, no! Not anti barrier sidearm. <laughs> no. I could get any unstoppable, but anti barrier, no, no, no. I'll put it in the link in the in the show notes. But if you go to the Season of Splicer page that they've got on Bungie.net, at the bottom of the screen, you can actually have a look what's actually on the season pass tracks for next uh-huh. season. And yeah. the first reward is that new exotic sidearm, and that sidearm is pointing to the right, I believe. I'm just scrolling down now. And that matters because that matters because right facing weapons, or no, left facing weapons. It's a it's a left-facing weapon, which means it's that it's a, it's a primary right weapon. Thing. So it's a, in the kinetic slot. So which is oh. the first kinetic that we're going to have with a um, element on it. So you know, this could. I I may have been this number of days old when I realized that it was just the kinetics that face left and everything else faces right. <laughs> I mean, everything like, energy based. That's why. I mean, like I, I, I knew they faced different directions, but I never, I don't think ever quite realized because I'm dumb and never looked at my vault. That well, that's how they were broken down. You don't think about is it, and until you kind of really break things down and look at them. Until I'm looking at my at my vault and and dim like in the yeah because in the game I'm just like here's a some some right some are left especially as they're like sitting in my postmaster. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I I just never quite realized that yeah all energy weapons and yeah basically everything secondary and heavy slot all face to the right. And just the kinetics all face to the left. Yeah. All right. Which, my, my which is going to be really good. It's going to be really good for like nightfall builds, even going mm-hmm. into the vault of glass with your raids and things, because you can have, especially when it says, you know, match game, it makes sense to maybe put a stasis element weapon in your kinetic slot. So that way you could have a stasis weapon in your kinetic. You can have arc solar void in your. Yeah, energy and you're heavy and then you can also use your subclass so you could cover all three all four bases now that's gonna be really cool and also just remember that anything with osmosis in the, yeah in the kinetic slot is also going to work with stasis going forward so if you've if you've got that spare you know hand cannon with osmosis or you know scott raffle and you're going up and holding on with this with osmosis and never really found the use for it this may be it because it'll work with stasis now going forward. So that'll See, be really cool. I've had a couple mean? that I've been I've been sitting on. Now, what does that mean though? Does that mean that when we shoot things with stasis weapons, they will freeze with a stasis weapon? Does that mean they will just slow down? What does utilizing stasis on a weapon mean for us? Do you guys know? Well, we don't know until it's actually in the game, and whether it's just kind of an energy based, like with what we do with arc. It's not like you shoot all arc weapons, you give electric shocks to people or avoid people, you give, you know, a um, suppression. So it depends. Depends on what the mechanics are for yeah, that weapon. Even the supers don't 
set people on fire or do anything void based or electricity based even the super exactly stuff. so it depends so on far, what they build into the weapons it's so whatever they build into the weapons actually it causes two status effects slow and freeze right so moving forward what does that mean for osmosis and our stasis sidearm that's what well, I was, i'm gonna yeah. say that it's just that it will deal that elemental damage to break shields. That's all I'm going to say at the moment. I think mm. unless you actually, we actually know what this new sidearm's going to do and how to proc it, because in the trailer it shows you it shows a, a Titan firing it against the Vex, but we don't know what the the triggers are to actually get it to fire a frozen bullet to freeze that Vex, and then he throws his solar hammer at it. So you, you don't know what the conditions are. So whether it's like in Crucible, you have to get two consecutive back-to-back -back kills to then proc the, the freeze bullet, which would probably make sense, very similar to how you kind of use Thorn. You have to get a kill to then use the ability on that weapon to make it even more deadly than what it is. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, that's sort of my guess is like the sidearm, you know, may have the ability to freeze, but if you're just getting the damage from Osmosis, it'll, yeah, it'll break shield or it'll do osmosis type damage but it won't like freeze or, or or maybe it'll slow people but i don't think it'll have like the full say stasis effect like a sidearm or your you know grenade or something will that's a little unfortunate but okay yeah i mean i mean we don't know we could be wrong so you know ha haven't haven't seen it yet but i've been you know i've been sort of storing storing osmosis weapons one because i just i really like that perk and i think it's just really neat and two because i figured at some point they would bring this to stasis so I, mean, I had a couple of these of these, especially guiding sight uh, scout rifles from Iron Banner, and a couple dire promises uh, that I've been holding on to. Going, you've got osmosis; you could be fun. And one escape velocity SMG, which an SMG with osmosis is just good times. <laughs> so, <laughs> talking about the season pass quickly, free for everyone next season. You will get free rewards from the seasonal reward track. So that free that free track that's the top one you get that you get selected gear and armor selected challenges from the seasonal challenges that we have access to you will get the artifact and mods you will get uh, access to the sources of heroes the end event you'll get access to armor synthesis and you'll also get access to the vault of glass raid you'll get a free trial to the six player match made activity override and what does that mean? What's the free trial mean? Play it once. Yay. <laughs> you get a taste uh, of what it can actually be. It's actually, they, they said it somewhere there. I don't remember what page it was. It's actually available for the first week, basically. Like, whatever, like, whatever, like, the and I don't think it's, like, the first week. I think it's the first week you play. And maybe I'm wrong, but but it, it, there was a little yeah. asterisk saying basically oh, yeah. it's available for a week once you start playing Season of the Splicer. So you ha you have a week to play it for free, and then I assume the clock starts like once you log into Season of the Splicer and start your season. So yeah. whether that's week one or week three, you have a week to play this activity. What you won't get access to, that we all get access to if we own the Season Pass, you won't get access to the weekly Pinnacle Missions Expunge, and you won't get instant unlocked exotic side art. But it is also on the, the free track, and I believe it's uh, the 34th rank. That's what it normally is. It's about 34 or 5 on the um, the free seasonal track. I'm just having a quick check. 35 the next season, you'll get access to the exotic sidearm. 
the weekly pinnacle missions this my internet is so slow today i don't know what the hell is happening it's a saturday uh, 19 children and they all have xboxes no i've got i have my own internet but for some reason <laughs> it's i don't know what's happening with these web pages it's, it's a little block it's got a nice little red light on the top of it that blinks it's fine it's the internet Mm. Oh, could you could you go on that um, season of splices page and just tell us about expunged? Because I can't get to it. It just yeah, the, yeah. So expunged, yeah, our weekly pinnacle mission. So each week, guardians will uncover new vulnerabilities in the Vex network and use splicer keys to infiltrate and collapse it from within. We're walking into Tron. It's all Tron. It's beautiful. I'm hoping, like, like I'm like, getting. I, I, I'm really, I'm really digging the style. Like on on the season page, there's this, I don't know, like, uh, vex plate that looks sort of like how the sundial. It was sort of like in that middle sundial room, but instead of the big sundial, there's like a vex block structure there, like a conflux, conflux sort of. I just am really enjoying like the art style of all of this like vexy goodness for this season because just the bright colors and. The Tron vibes, I, I love it. It makes me happy. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it lives up to you know the artwork we're seeing. That and did you see this? Of course you guys did. The seasonal armor looks pretty good too, man. The the ornaments, the the regular armor is kind of eh, but the ornaments, <laughs> me likey, me likey ornamenty. Because you're a hunter and you don't have a bug head. So 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 we're we're getting fallen themed seasonal armor, which for once at least the seasonal armor looks good, and I don't hate it immediately like I do most of the seasonal armor because it looks ridiculous. Um, see the prefectus set from this current season uh-huh. as a, as a uh, <laughs> fine example of that. But yeah, the the hunters once again look cool with their multiple eyes and the little bug faces. Yeah, and then there's something going on with the warlocks and the titans. The warlocks look like some sort of evil dwarf with big ears, and the titans—I I, I don't know what's going on here. It's—we it, look like insects. But, but no, but and, your and ornaments look good way. too, though. Like, look at your ornaments. Your ornaments look good. Uh, I mean, they, they look better. <laughs> I mean, our the hunter base looks better, right? I'm sorry, uh, the, the Titan base looks better than the Hunter, I think, in that uh, regard. But the the mods, the, the, the ornaments look better on the Hunter. So I'm just like, yeah, I could get behind this. Yeah, it's, it's again, I, I, I love that we're getting Fallen-themed armor, and we're going to have a Fallen ally. So, I mean, playable Fallen character, 2022. Come on, Bungie, let's go. Give me more arms. If I have more arms, I should be able to dual wield, though. I just want to put, the, put that out there. That's why have, you want it. Okay. If, I, if I have four arms, I should be able to have at least two weapons. I mean, come on. That's fair. So I, I think that's about it for Season the Splicers page. Um, oh, yeah. It's also worth mentioning... Yes. Actually, um, oh, they talk about the, spi- the Splicer Gauntlet. The sacred splicer tech that can be charged with ether and used to hack the Vex network, access conflux chests, and unlock splicer upgrades. Right? Yeah, I was say I'm guessing that's our seasonal ornament. Artifact. No, I don't think it is, is it? Or artifact? Yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, because they they mention it, is like, is this just a thing we're going to use like in these weekly pinnacle events, or is like, this? Oh, like the our... hammer that we use this season. That hammer. Oh, thing? 
you know, I bet I, I bet that's it. Yeah, I bet it's like it's like the hammer. It's it's not it's something we'll have to charge up with the ether and then use that to go into the override activity or the or the pinnacles or something like that. Yeah, I bet that's it. Yeah, that's what I was wondering because I was look, sort of looking for what our new ornament uh, ornament. Uh, what have you said the word? What's it called? Artifact. Artifact. Thank you. Yeah, I was sort of looking to see what our new artifact was this season. And I didn't see one. I was like, did I miss it? Or have they just not told us yet? Not told us yet. It seems. Um, anyway. And, and so so do, who, wants, who wants the Vault of Glass ring or jacket? Because they both look incredible. They do! Especially the jacket. But as I don't have my jacket from the last Worlds first, I'm kind of gun shy. Honestly. A little gun shy. But yeah, um, the jacket looks amazing. I, I, I may be I may have um been trying to figure out how to replace the wedding ring I have with another ring and, <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm wondering if I can talk this uh this vault of glass ring into being a thing because it's kind of beautiful and I kinda love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's gonna work for you. But uh gonna, gonna guess probably not, but hey, I mean it, it, it is very, very cool. I think oh I think like Fusco said, something in fact like it'll probably be like $130 something like that based on some I don't, I don't remember you know, yeah based on some passing it's like still though that's really good looking really cool anyway it definitely is really nice looking and again and just you know the vault of glass aesthetic with our new you know i like how they sort of carry that into i mean again we're going into more vex this is this is clearly we're back to a vex season again mm-hmm. so i just I, I love the vex art style i love the vex yeah, I mean, from Vault of Glass forward, it just, it's, I'm excited just to live in this world and play in these activities because they're going to be really pretty. Because that's one thing Bungie's always been great at is making beautiful places to play. Sometimes not play things that were great, but beautiful places to do it nonetheless. <laughs> I just wanted to quickly mention about the season armor. This year, they've, or this season, they've actually taken it off of the season pass and they've added more stuff in there instead. But what this actually does mean is that you won't be then able to save up previous seasons armor to then help yourself level up in seasons going forward. Oh, that's lame. They've sneakily done that and haven't actually mentioned that. Mm, that's, it, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. As I'm sitting here talking about, hey, I just two seasons worth of armor for my hunter just now. And yeah, yeah that's that's going away. Good catch. It's, it is something that they did say, didn't they, a while back that they didn't want people kind of using mechanics of saving saving armor say saving bounties to kind of quick track themselves to get into raids quicker they liked the fact that you had to grind and grind and grind and actually work towards getting it so i think this is one of their sneaky ways of doing that and also lowering the cap for what it is each season instead of 50 you have to light levels to go up it's only 10 for like the minor seasons anyway they haven't actually said what it's going to be for the major ones, but it's probably going to be significant for the major ones now that they've slowly taken away all these things that you can possibly do to kind of boost yourself ahead of time by saving and hoarding. It's, I think it's going to get to the point where they remove all bounties that you haven't claimed from your inventory going into the next season. There'll be things like that. They'll stop people from progressing on their season pass to, to get their XP and things as well going forward. Because I think they want everybody to start on an even playing field going forward. So anybody that's new that's coming into the game won't have that opportunity of bounty hoarding, won't have armor hoarding and ways of kind of 
getting up there quicker than the somebody that logs in day one and starts a new character kind of thing. And I think that's what Bungie want to kind of get to is just an even playing field across the board for everyone. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. Because, I mean, they've talked about, you know, they wanted to be a place for you to play with your friends and not have it be, yeah, come play this game. Now play for 20 hours. Now we can play together. So, yeah, it helps the new players coming in. But then it also, I'm going to say helps, like the streamers who are playing 80 hours a week and doing all this grinding where they don't get half through the season go, well, I'm bored, I'm done. Well, yeah, because you started, you know, way ahead of everybody else because of all the hoarding you did the last season. You know, it snowballed on itself. If you're, yeah, for a level set at the beginning of each season, or at least at, even if, at each major, even if it's just like the major season upgrades where they start everybody on the same playing field. Yeah, it just it evens that field. So you don't have the catch-up mechanic for people coming into it or people who took a season away or whatever. You know, the streamer going, oh, I'm bored because I've, you know, I'm halfway through the season from the previous season already. And I like yeah. that. I, I sort of didn't, I sort of always found a little curious why they don't just say the season's over, you know, anything not done, we're taking it away, all your bounties, all the other, and you start again next season, you know, wipe the wipe the slate clean. And I was saying when I was on Guardian Down that I, I completely disagree with the fact that the amount of exotic engrams that they give you for free on even the free track and even the pay track, it makes no sense because the idea is to play the game to get the exotics and if the exotics were as rare as they were in destiny one it would make people want to play the game even more i think they should give us other stuff that's on season pass maybe you know upgrade materials even this new loom stuff but take the exotics out of giving us stuff for free and make it actually worth playing the game to get these to drop yeah i agree with you and and it is nice because they do say taking the seasonal armor out of the past they are going to use it to give us more, you know, glimmer, legendary shards, upgrade modules, exotic engrams, you know, so there they are. Enhancement cores and enhancement prisms, and then universal armor ornaments. The yeah, universal armor ornaments will continue to be earned toward the end of the season pass. So I, yeah, I, I sort of agree with you. It's you know, let's take some of this out of the pass and give you give you more of the things that we're missing as players, missing as a community. You know, you know, I can go out and play and earn all these cool things, but then if I don't have the currencies to upgrade them or unlock their potentials or use them to their fullest. I'm, you know, it almost doesn't matter if I have them, you know, I, I want to be able to enjoy them for the fullest. I wouldn't mind a mechanic for the fact that if you were new to destiny and you're starting up an account, you get uh, more exotics to drop more regularly so that you totally, do slowly totally. start to build up an arsenal. I think that would be a little bit more fairer, but just, just keep throwing them at us. I mean, there are avenues of getting, exotics once you get to level you can go and do these heroic lost sectors solo and have a chance at getting them so there is an avenue to kind of actually focus to get these exotic engrams it's not like they're like destiny one where it's just few and far between you can focus to get them but i, I just completely disagree with giving it all away for free i just don't really have an opinion on that because i enjoy getting the new exotics handed to me <laughs> I mean, so uh I mean, keep keep going. I mean, I'm a big fan. So, yeah, well, that one that's the that's the interesting thing because yeah, like while we're being weapon exotics, as much as I begrudgingly admit they've done a good job with the new armor exotics and how the lost sectors are set up, I still don't like it. I still dread the lost sectors, but I will say, having gotten all three of the new pieces for the Titan now over the last two seasons, you know, the the Thunder Crash, the Icefall Mantle. And the um, broken, bro- I broke mom's China helmet that I 
assuming <laughs> that you might have it used somewhere like that was the first one I got. I'm like, I have it. Like I have all three of them now. And I have to say, I think I think the icefall mantles, I think, took me five runs to the lost sector. The ice the 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 thunder crash, the whatever curious took two runs and the helmet I think took three or four. So I appreciate I still sort of wish it was like go do it once and be done. But I do appreciate and again, and maybe I'm just an outlier here, but you know, having gotten all three pieces down, neither you know, none of the three were like this took me twenty runs, this took me fifty runs, this took me thirty runs to get done. I appreciate that you know don't, don't it, it wasn't the first don't well, say that to Fuzzco. Well, well, well no, and that's what I was gonna say is is you know have have either of you gotten I know nineteen I think you've gotten you know the pieces for all some or all of the characters have you guys done these legendary lost actors? and again I you know and I'll say I'm doing all these at thirteen hundred because I am still just barely at thirteen twenty five and I'm right. not going you know I I will not be at a level to go into the, to the masters so I'm doing these at the at the thirteen hundred level lost sectors and I'm picking and choosing very much going oh it's the bunker where I get a whole bunch of friends <laughs> friends in here with me yeah let's do that one this week and right. So yeah, I'm definitely you know picking and choosing which ones I go into for sure. I'm definitely sort of looking at the calendar coming up, going, okay, this is the day I'm gonna I'm gonna try this because it's it's in a law sector I know and one I feel like I can do well at. Things Don't like forget, that. there's that kind of trick to it. If you fill out all your umbral engrams in your on your actual person and then going to an easy loss sector so that the exotic engram goes to your postmaster, you can then pop it on the day that the. Uh, the master loss sector is dropping what you want and it would give you whatever it is that you got. Well, it won't give you whatever it is, but it will say if it's chess pieces on the day of the, the master loss sectors, it will give you all chess pieces from the exotic engrams that you're hoarding on your postmaster. Or, or you can do it that way, which I didn't do and totally forgot you could do. Cause I just picked the day and then went to go do it. Which well, is well, why we're doing it again yeah, now because, because a lot of people might, might have missed that or missed that episode. There yep. is a video yeah. by Fallout that explains exactly what it is, and I'll link that back in the show notes if anyone's interested. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so, so respawn. So, has Fusco had a, uh, we'll say, less good experience trying to get these new uh, exotic armor pieces out of Lost Sectors? Significantly less. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, so it is just I've just had three instances of fairly good RNG. Well, that's what I was curious because I had heard. I mean, I- good rng when it comes to them too right which is why i was shocked and not only the armor pieces but whenever the uh oh god you had to do that lost sector to get that weapon um it was an exotic weapon the the the, the cloud strike right he did oh, that oh yeah like 80 or 90 times oh yeah yeah the, the cloud strike i still don't have now granted i've probably only done a dozen or so i sort of really just in the last couple of weeks have i been running those those higher level hunts um yeah the cloud strike i still don't have but also that's not what i'm really going for but yeah the cloud strike that's a whole nother thing so yeah the rng is all over the place but because i had heard people like in on reddit and in, in the community talking about like the legendary lost sectors for the armor you know i hadn't seen a lot of people say like this took me a whole bunch of runs now the catalyst on the other hand yeah i mean we've talked about our i still have the catalyst from the, our, but... our, our, our quest for the telesto catalyst but uh as far as like those new armor pieces dropping, it seems like those have been dropping pretty consistently for some people, but it's all RNG. So, yeah, uh, I was just curious if I was lucky or not. Give me the cloud strike because I just farmed for a day and a half straight, right? I don't know how many times I did it, but as far as in game time, I only farmed for like a day and a half, got a cloud strike. And all of the armor pieces you're talking about that drop, I went in and farmed for a few hours maybe to get each piece. 
you know, I, except for the Titan. I don't have any of the Titan ones, but the the Warlock and the Hunter didn't take me long to get it all. You know, so I mean, the RNG for the armor I think is way better than the RNG for the uh, Telesto because I still have to see the Warlock Oh yeah, it does not. Like me. It's avoiding me on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I said, that was one. You know, need three runs. It took ODST Mayhem like eight runs, and it took Pan another like forty or fifty runs after that. So yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, those are all over the place. Snipe Demon, have you? I, 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 I was. I, I know you've got at least the Titan ones because you had talked about it before I did. <laughs> did you have any long, particularly long grinds? Do you remember for any of the armor pieces from the Lost Sectors? Yeah, sometimes it it can be grindy and take about like ten times before it kind of drops. And then when I was going for the Telesto Catalyst, that was extremely hard to kind of get that to drop. I can't remember. I think that that took about twenty five, maybe thirty runs before I then decided I was going to do the heroic loss sectors to then have a chance. And I think it dropped on the second heroic loss sector while I was doing it solo. But then I think the week after, I found out that you guys were going in as like a, a three stack and being able to get it as well, which is quite nice. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah, I was just curious since we were on the topic what your experiences have been since I know you, you had all, both at least done some, some level of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and armor pretty easy to drop, but everything else, you know, just, just, just not a catalyst. What, what, what's a catalyst? I've heard of them. I know they exist in the game. I haven't seen one, you know? Yeah. No, they're a thing. And the thing that I think that, that fallout and a couple of other YouTubers have pointed out this week is because of some of the buffs that are coming that we'll get onto, um, it's quite good to go out and see if you can get some of these catalysts to drop. So doing Grandmaster Nightfalls or just doing the Nightfall ordeals to see if you can get the Sleeper Simulator catalyst to drop because that's where it comes from. Um, Telesto as well, because these weapons are going to be hopefully quite useful in PVE activities, especially with Vault of Glass. In year one, well, not year one, in Destiny 1, when we had the Vault of Glass reprisal, we all had access to Sleeper Simulant, and the strategy was put the bubble at the back, stand with the protective shield, get the bubble buff, come out and use your Sleeper Simulant. And the catalyst gives you, uh, I think, increased reload on the, the Sleeper Simulant and faster charge time. So it's worth having because you get more shots in. Yep. So now, it's important to say step out of the bubble before yes. firing the sleeper simulant. Otherwise, you get a really cool disco, but you also kill yourself. I was going to say, yeah, it, it only bounces, I think, twice now. But back before the bounce nerf, if you shot it within a Titan bubble, A, you would absolutely die, right? But B, it would bounce so many freaking times <laughs> inside the bubble. <laughs> yes, it would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was playing with Pan one day and he fired it in a bubble and I've got a clip somewhere of it just going <laughs> The bubble becomes nothing but sleeper simulant. It puts everything to sleep. It works out great. Yeah. And although nobody dies except the shooter, the shooter is guaranteed to die. There's no way you're escaping that. I mean, even if you think you're going to be cheeky and just like stick the barrel in, fire, and then step out, no. it's it's Somehow it magically finds you and kills you regardless of where you think you are. So, and that's what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> you will be punished <laughs> for your transgression. Also, you know, you're talking about Tron. I'm also getting a lot of 80s freaking uh, Miami Vice vibes from all these armor yeah. color schemes and 
tournaments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shine your yeah. Yeah. The, Shut up. <laughs> the Vex are from the eighties, obviously. I mean, that's yeah. just how it is. I mean, the Vex are from every timeline, remember? So, <laughs> true. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. So they just think that the eighties is the coolest one, which as far as color schemes go, uh, I don't think they're pretty far off on that one. I think they're I think they got a point. They're not wrong. Right? And even if they were, I would never tell the Vex they were because they get very cranky. Uh, well, that would be more of a reason to tell them, wouldn't it? Also, for those of you that haven't seen it, go out and watch Kung Fu Hustle. Not Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, Kung Fury. Kung Fury, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew where you were going with that before you even got that. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just so bad, and I love it. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, 80s theme, fun stuff, funny stuff. Getting back to the actual game at hand, though. So, so I think we're, we're now weapons, aren't we? We are. Oh. There should be a new, a new shotgun and a new uh, heavy machine new gun heavy. to go with our fancy new sidearm. It all has that sweet, sweet Vex color scheme and look to it. Yep. And, and uh, something I saw on, I think it was Destiny News this week on Twitter. They pointed out that when they released the pictures of the Guardian games gear in a couple of twelves back and said, you know, look at this sweet stuff that you can get. Hidden in those pictures was that new sidearm on the Hunter and the Titan. Mm. Very sneakily. uh, Yeah. That nobody picked up until now. Yeah, that's something I I would never notice in a thousand years. I'd be like, yeah, it's a a sidearm. I don't know which one it is. They're rocking the sidearm, yeah. I mean, even if, you know, no matter what the weapon was, it could be in the game, it could be new, I have no idea. I don't know yeah. how these things look like in detail. Freddy doesn't pay attention. He can't afford it. He can't afford to pay attention. Ah! <laughs> no, no, that was nah. pretty bad. I don't know. So those those new weapons are going to be available in your umbral engram. Nighteam will have to tell us if he can hoard them and bring them across, and uh, in your override completions. I will oh, through season pass. I will be and back next I'll... week to tell you. You really will. And outside of Override, there's even more legendary loot to claim. So to start, you're going to receive a new quest to earn the Null Composure Fusion Rifle. What is that thing? Do we know? Well, it's going to fusion rifle all the things, and that looks like it's going to be our seasonal weapon, because once the weapon is unlocked, you can collect Gambit, Crucible, and Vanguard-themed ornaments to further customize your sweet, sweet style. So you know you were talking, I think it was last week, uh, Respawn, about the perk that they changed from loaded questions was it loaded question that had that specific perk on it that gave you more damage on a full magazine and we were talking about if they're going to bring it back well they were talking about changing it back the rest of world burst that's it so people are now speculating that it instead of being on the vex mythoclass they're saying that it's probably going to be on this one because it was a shame that that weapon got sunset, so now they're going to give us it back on this weapon. It looks very similar with the aesthetic of that weapon. It yeah. does. I saw my little question sitting here going, I, I just I just want to replace you, because it was beautiful and I loved it. It was very nice, especially with the Hunter Dodge Reload. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we got that coming. We got a bunch of other weapons. We have exotic sidearms that we don't know what it does or how it does its thing yet. There's a lot of speculation, especially right now inside of our 
Discord chat. They're like, no, it's going to freeze. It's got to freeze. No, it's not going to freeze. It's going to freeze. It's not going to freeze. Ah! There's a bunch of fights happening. Nobody knows who's going to win. So, anyway. And they're also refreshing our, our Gambit Crucible and Vanguard uh, loot at the end of the with so there's gonna be 12 new legendary weapons you know four per activity so four gambit four crucible four vanguard strikes it'll drop when you complete them and it looks like at least uh as far as the pictures go we're getting some sort of single shot uh grenade launcher for as a vanguard strike reward uh, an smg from gambit and a hand cannon from crucible that looks hand cannon looks sort of like the um duke the big the big yeah the big duke chunky one Duke 44. SMG looks like a SMG and the grenade launcher looks like a grenade launcher. So. The SMG looks a bit like the exit <laughs> strategy, which was just recently sunset, wasn't it? From was that yeah, that was the one from Gambit. And then yeah, I suppose the grenade launcher could possibly be to replace the um the one that everybody loved. <laughs> the one that's sitting on the mountain looking down on us now. That's the one. I don't know. I mean, if they're going to bring in another grenade launcher, it's got the salvager salvo and the mountaintop to compete with. So it better have a damn good perk on it. Otherwise, people are going to be upset. And by people, I mean me. And by me, I mean not someone maybe, else. Maybe it'll be one of those um, what was the grenade launcher from the season of State 14 that would sort of shoot the wave of fire napalm on the ground? The wave well, frame? We have the waveframe that art that solo one you're talking about. We have a avoid waveframe from this season too. We do, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe it'll be an arc waveframe. I don't like that. I don't like that frame though. You know, unless that frame is going to come oh, with I, like I okay, you frame. Frame and you also get like um, chain reaction. Now, if it had that, if it had that combination of chain reaction and the waveframe, maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know how how you would improve on the wave frame. I just I, it's it's a fun archetype, especially like if you're gonna shoot it at the ground. But as far as like bosses and things like that, it's not good. You know, could be so. a stasis wave frame. So yes, yeah, so the wave frames. You know, your projectile releases a wave of energy ground. Deafening whisper is the is the void one. So yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a wave frame. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's not gonna be a wave frame, but could be maybe fun. I, I enjoy the wave frames because I enjoy just putting you know pools of fire on the ground and laughing at everyone's. Slowly burning to death. Yeah. Or the next seven launchers is going to be like eight wave frame freaking rockets. And boom, 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 boom. Boss's feet. That'd be cool. Then I can quad wield as a fallen. There you go. I mean, it makes sense to make these weapons obtainable in the areas that you're going to obtain them and useful in those areas. So, you know, the. A grenade launcher that's that's better in PVE activities would be better suited to be picked up in PVE activities, like the the Duke Mark 44 hand cannon, because it's a crucible weapon. People love their crucible hand cannons, and that was a, a 110 or 120 archetype. And the exit strategy, because it's you know potentially going to be more beneficial in Gambit with like the different perks that we can get to make those better now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, slab frenzy or something interesting on that, and because and they do say you know there are new perks coming in this season, so you know there's there's going to be stuff rolling on these in particular that do something to help their certain class or their certain archetype excel even more. Yeah, they've been killing it with perks lately. I'm, I've really enjoyed the the new perks they put out. What's your favorite one so far that they put out for you? I have to remember all the. I'm I kind of just want to say reconstruction on that. On that yes! from the raid because it's Good just day. ridiculous. And I'm trying to think of one outside 
the raid, and there's one I'm I can't think of what it's called right now. I, I can't remember what the new, what all the new ones are. <laughs> so I remember, I mean, you know, the dual loader, the frenzy's been sort of fun. The one on the rocket launcher where it sticks, you know, like it sticks and then uh, like the time delay explosion. That one's I finally got a rocket launcher to drop with that on it. That's been a lot of fun. I can't remember what that perk's called, but um time release. Yeah, we'll go with that. Sounds good. <laughs> I look, but I can't remember which rocket launcher has it now. Well, I have it right now. Hold on. It's called Lasting Impression. Ah, uh, there we go. And it does I just, indeed. I didn't want to hit the select button, so <laughs> being lazy because I'm in Gambit. I mean, I'm not in Gambit. I mean, you're, you're streaming, so it's pretty obvious what you're doing. And like, yeah, I'm totally hitting you over there in the corner. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we we've uh, talked about all this to sort of sort of bury the lead that the internet's raving over, which is this this uh, sniper rifle coming back too. They're going to bring us some some D1 weapons. So what sniper? I'm going to have a sniper rifle, a fusion rifle, and some kind of scout rifle that the people seem to think is is pretty good. What makes me laugh about this is they're giving us three reprised weapons from Destiny One, and in Destiny oh. One, these were potential god tier legendary weapons that everybody chased after because with the right perk set they were amazing now okay. at the moment who uses scout rifles not that many people like the sniper rifles and not many people use voop rifles so so obviously make, make, making them grant making them the nightfall rewards is the perfect place for them yeah <laughs> so what are the weapons that are coming back so, so the sniper back. rifle is the Irene E I R E N E R R four. Yeah, it's the new golden age is just over the horizon with the Omalon Irene R R four. You'll be okay. the first to see it coming, which I don't remember because it's a sniper rifle. The okay. seventy seven Wizard is the fusion rifle coming back. The Exo called Gaunt is a gunsmith famous for his wizards, and again, it's a fusion rifle. And then there's the, the scout rifle that people seem to think is okay. Night even I've heard. Yeah, uh, Mesa Sean always raved about it in Destiny One. The Hung Jura SR4. What? That's coming back. The the uh, the Dead Orbit, Dead Orbit Scout Rifle. Yeah, the Dead Orbit. Modified by Dead Orbits, superb technicians and specialists. So now all we need is Scout Rifles to get a buff to make it um, useful. Now, nice. when I was when I saw these weapons, I kind of looked at them and I, I thought, you know, these are these weapons. I went and found them in the the database. But then I've heard on other YouTubes and podcasts that people think that the fusion rifle is the plug one. And I don't remember the plug one from Destiny 1. Apparently it was a Vanguard weapon, a fusion rifle. But I always remember the 77 Wizard and everybody else remembers the 77 Wizard. So I don't understand why they bring back something that isn't well recognized. So I Maybe think the community gonna... is kind of torn whether it's either the 77 wizard or the plug one. So it could be either. Oh, so so Bungie hasn't said which they are, just that they're I mean, and I mean hung jury is very yeah. recognizable. And I assume the sniper rifle, I mean, it has a you know specific enough look, I'm assuming that's recognizable to people. Yeah, yeah. the fusion rifles kind of all look the same. So yeah, I I'm looking at the plug one on, on Destiny Wiki and looking yeah, it yeah, could go either way. I don't know. But yeah, I, I agree with you though. 77 Wizard, like I don't remember using it, but I absolutely remember the name the moment I saw it. Yeah. So it's much more recognizable, but yeah. 
But yeah, it's, it's sort of a weird, I don't know, it seems sort of weird to bring back a sniper, a scout, and a fusion rifle right after we've had a season where scouts and sniper rifles were what you needed to take into all the high-level activities to break shields and all the champions. Just saying, Budgie, maybe you missed a mistiming that, but... And yeah, the hung jury I want to be excited about, but honestly, once I have to, once I don't need a scout rifle to break every shield and every encounter anymore, I'm not sure I'm going to pick them up next season because they're just not that strong. They're not that good. I'm sorry, scout rifles. You need you need love. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, really, love right? I'm really hoping they're going to tell us, you know, with the patch notes next week. Hey, we're we're going to make scout rifles useful again. Yeah, that would make me happy. And the hung jury was a kinetic weapon, whereas the other two are energy weapons. Yeah. And yeah. I believe the Arene RR4 was a Void Sniper. I'm not sure what the plug one was. The 77 Wizard, I believe, was a Void because I used that to get my quest done for the original OG Thorn in Destiny 1 because you had to get Void okay. kills in Crucible. So that's how I remember that one. So I don't remember any of these except the Hung Jury because, you know, Dead Orbit's the best. And yeah. Hung Jury was. You know, that's understandable. Yeah, I only even remembered people liking and using in. Raving about. Yeah, so yeah. those three are going to be in the Nightfall Rewards pool. And I think, like they said last week, so starting this new season, these will be the three guns that are going to circle through the Nightfall Reward pool. Then later in the season, the Swarm, the... I might bring something. The three we have now will come back. The Swarm Machine Gun, the Auto Rifle... Shadow Price. Thank and you. the hand cannon was the palindrome. And the palindrome, thank you. Yeah, so by the end of the season, we'll have a decent variety of weapons. And then, you know, when the Grand Masters come out June 22nd, you'll be able to get the adept version of the hung jury, or, you know, the hung jury, the fusion rifle, and the sniper rifle. <laughs> yes. Hung All jury are the other two that we think we know what they are. So many things. But yeah, so looking forward to that. I want to see the roles that they're going to come out with those, especially, you know, my favorite one. Uh, but yeah, and then they're probably gonna have buffs. You were talking earlier about hunter nerfs. Were you just screwing with me, or is that an actual thing? That's an actual kind of thing. But you'll have to wait to find out. Briefly touching back on the hung Drua, the reason why that one was so prevalent in Destiny One is because it could roll with Dragonfly, mm -hmm. or was it Firefly? Which whichever one we don't with have fly. now. Dragonfly was it? Yeah, the whichever fly that we don't have now. <laughs> I, I believe. Yeah. So it. It did. It ran with that, so it was um, a much sought after weapon when it came up in for Dead Orbit. Because each week the the factions would re-roll their weapons, and you could kind of go down and check those out each week. And um, some weeks this rolled with some really god roll perks, and that's why it was you know sought after. So they could potentially use this to bring Dragonfly or Butterfly or whatever fly they want to back into the purple. But because it's a kinetic weapon and they don't generally have the dragonflies or dragonfly on that weapon okay yeah i'm curious what they see and they, and they sort of you know they, they sort of made some teases they say you know once an auto rifle that gains extra damage after defeating an enemy with a grenade how about a sniper that's quick on the draw but can also be rolled with dragonfly every season invites interesting choices and new play styles i'm personally amped for the pulse rifle from the season offering that'll fire quick with just a little kick so to speak so yeah, the team has cooked up some fun new perks for the season. They'll also have the opportunity to make some flavors, nice. you know, with some fresh ingredients, and uh, they haven't even covered the artifact mods yet, which can turn some of these weapons up to 11. 
So yeah, and and that was another thing. Since you just mentioned, that was another thing we really liked about the Hong Jury is it was a it was a scout rifle that had almost no kick, like so you could just stay on target, pop, 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 and it was just headshots all day, man. That was another really great thing about that scout. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, patchwork preview five. Oh wait, hold on. Five days, and the hunt for loot begins anew. See you soon. Ah, I see. Cool, fair enough. Then we got a bunch of patchwork stuff. Since you guys did a lot of reading, I can check this out. Um, yeah, this would be the section that you want to read because this yeah, is yeah. Where... It starts with all you anyway. Yeah. yeah okay. Each season brings opportunities to address long-standing feedback items or even make some back-end changes to prepare for bright futures. Destiny 2 Update 3.2.0 has a few bullets in the change list. But we'd like to highlight a few things that we pretty that we're pretty excited for. Let's dive in. Abilities, aspects, and fragments. Colorblind support! Doesn't say what it is, but hopefully you'll fix it so that my enemy health bars are pink instead of yellow. Please, thank you. Um, Actually support colorblindness. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh stasis abilities now have colorblind support. Oh, it's only the stasis abilities. Ugh! Okay. Enemy Crystals, Enemy Squall, Enemy Dustfield, Enemy Bleak Watcher. Wonderful. Player highlighting in the Crucible is now ha now has colorblind support. That's cool. Subclass tuning. Here we go. Hunters. The freeze detonation from Silence and Squall has been reduced from 12 meters to 8.5. Okay. All right. I suppose that that's still okay, I guess. 8.5 still slightly possible to get away from, but also yeah. more you're still going to get caught by it. It just says the detonation. The freeze detonation has been reduced, not the actual freeze. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, It hasn't slowed it down from kind of moving in the very fast direction of where you are running or away from. Yeah, no, rip, rip all of us still. <laughs> enemy Squall still has... I'm sorry, Enemy Squall now has a red ring to define its area as approaches. I can actually appreciate that. I know somebody was probably going to expect me to lose my mind, but I can appreciate that, not only from like a Titan's aspect, so they can actually see it's coming, but whenever an enemy one's coming towards me, I'd like to know where the border is <laughs> so I don't accidentally die, right? Um, yeah, okay, so Titan's Shiver Strike melee energy is now refunded when Glacial Quake ends. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't want you getting a melee as a reward for ending no, your soup. The reason is, if you already had a melee before you popped your super, what it would, what it does at the moment is, when you use your Shiver Strike melee ability in your super, if you do melee, use yeah. it, it completely depletes it, even though you had a melee strike afterwards. So even if you have a, a full super, it's you're still able to use your melee afterwards. So what they're doing is kind of just correcting that so that it should be that. appropriate. The way it's worded, it looks like, let's say you started the super and you didn't have a melee. Well, now you do. Right, it's a reward for popping a super and having it end. So I don't think I like that. Uh, fixed an issue which players can trigger whisper of torment by standing in an opponent's barricade. Thank you, that was broken. Uh, Warlock Shade Binder, Bleak Watcher aspect now grants two fragment slots. Yes, Warlocks did get a little boned on their fragment slots. Okay, so that's needed. And Chaos. What's, what's the Bleak Watcher aspect? I don't know. That's the little turret. Is it? Nice. Yeah, that's the little turret thing. So now you can put in two fragments to your turret, which yeah, that just seems vicious. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the last two seasons, right, or the two seasons that Stasis has existed, Warlocks have been kind of boned as to how many slots that they get. Hunters, I think, had the most both seasons with Titans right behind, and then Warlocks just didn't have hardly any slots, which is a little BS. Uh, Chaos Reach fixed an issue with Chaos Reach Super that was allowing it to penetrate some thin walls or objects through enough to damage and kill opponents on the other side. That's scummy. I'm glad that's fixed. That's Imagine being in PvP. You stand behind a wall for protection, and then you get kamehameha through a wall. Oh, I did. I, when I was playing Gambit this week, I hid behind that tree yep. on that certain map, and... Uh, I got, he just blasted me straight through the tree. He was like, he knew I was behind it, and he was like, "No, no, I don't care. I can still get you." Yeah, he yeah. still got me. Yeah, so from the oh, wall in the next game over. From D one, you're killing people. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate their wording of thin walls or objects. I'm like, no, it was everything, guys. <laughs> he didn't actually shoot through it though. It, 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 what happened was, is he did the kamehameha, but he did the instant transmission version. Where he fires it, but instant transmissions behind you kills you, and then instant transmissions back to where he started to make it look like he shot through an object, but he didn't. He actually moved through time and space faster than you realized. So, yeah. Regarding the future tuning, yeah. right? Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, shut up. Uh, edit that out. We don't need giving, we don't need, no. No, we don't need warlocks having something like that in their arsenal. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Regarding future tuning player plans, we also wanted to pull a word from the Sandbox Discipline lead, Kevin Yanes. Yanes? Yanes. Yanes. Kevin, hi all! The Sandbox team is working on a slew of tuning updates over the next few seasons. We're aware of key points of feedback in PvE and PvP. In update 3.2.0, we have a few minor changes to stasis hunters and some bug fixes that you see above. Here's a quick list of some key places we're actively looking for the future. Stasis freeze, slow accuracy penalties, and whisper of hedrums. We will share more with you soon. Now, back to the patch notes preview. Nav mode, a menu that appears when pulling out your ghost. I did see this. Did y'all see this? So, yeah. track of the plus three freaking um, uh, quests. Yeah, dude. So instead of being limited to three bounties or quests combined, now you can have six bounties that you're monitoring and three quests that you're monitoring. That that's a big quality of life upgrade. I dig it. I really like that. Um, so it's I mean, you're monitoring. They say that all your bounties will now appear in the nav mode. And as a result, you can't actually track them individually. It just shows you all of your bounties in the nav mode. Oh, does it? Oh, because I saw the one of six of six, and I thought they limited you to six. Well, maybe they just picked up six. Fair enough. That's pretty cool. I dig it. Good quality of life change. Not going to change the game overall, but quality of life, very nice. Uh, Separated bounties from quest nav mode. All bounties now appear in nav mode. There it is right there. Doink. All bounties now appear in nav mode. They can go no longer. They can no longer be tracked as a result. Uh, category switching on keyboard and mouse can now be controlled with the scroll wheel. Cool. And track triumph now appears in its own nav mode category. So that means, like, 
I actually like the tracking because if I didn't know where to complete a certain thing, I could track it and then it would show up on the map where I needed to go. If we can't track that, how are they going to navigate to where they need to go? Because I'm not the only one that finds these descriptions on these bounties and these missions sketchy at best, right? The quests you can still track. It's just the bounties you can't track. And the bounties, you know, I don't think... You know, Chris, I, I, don't, I don't think those are tied to a particular place. The bounties are like, you know, 20 kills with this gun. Go do this right. thing here. Okay. The quests are like, you know, go to this place and do this thing. Alright. So, pretty cool. Yeah. UI. Legends added to the Director Destinations tab. Uh, this is where you'll find the Vault of Glass in just a few weeks. So, uh, legends meaning, like, when you look at a map, it says, this symbol means a person. This symbol means a house. This symbol means a landmass. Right? So now we're going to have something similar to that in our UI. So you don't just like, what does all these symbols mean? Right? Very cool, especially new players or players like me that have no clue what's going on half the time. Um, I think this is actually going to be a whole like area or destination because I, because Volta Glass doesn't have a, I mean, that's how, you know, this is, this is where you'll find Volta Glass in a few weeks since there's no place to go to to get to Volta Glass. I thought this, I read this as they're going to give us like a legends, like, legend not playlist but like a legends area you know like we have the planets there'll be one that says legend somewhere to get to vault of glass okay i guess we'll have to see how that works because a map legend especially when we're talking about maps is okay whatever we'll see you might be right i might be completely way off yeah yeah you know yeah i mean you're right that's what a legend is but i yeah i I wish they would have called something else yeah or what is used Shortcuts between HUD quest step notifications and quest detail screen added for keyboard and mouse users. Uh, 6v6 Crucible activities have an updated intro experience. Cycle through your teammates to view metrics associated with the activity you're now entering. Oh, no. Does it make you read <laughs> the objective of the game mode before you enter it? Does it do that <laughs> the experience? This is control. Capture the zones or else. No, no. <laughs> So it's going to let you know how good or bad your teammates are. I apologize in advance for anybody who ends up on my team. Yeah, me too. Uh, Helm. Apologies. You, you know what you got into. Yeah. <laughs> Not if it's random matchmaking. Um, Helm. <laughs> Helm, is, Helm now appears in the director destinations tab. Moved from the tower map. It has its own map. Focused Umbral Ingrams and Prismatic Recaster. Umbral Ingrams now auto-decrypt when focused via the Prismatic Recaster. The visual status for the focusing options of the Prismatic Recaster have been streamlined to reduce visual clutter and confusion! <gasps> cool. Glory, Valor, and Infamy. These changes are a precursor to some larger improvements planned for Season 15. Introducing Vanguard Reputation, Rebalancing, and Infamy to bring a reset in line with Valor and more. We'll have more information on those changes in a few months. Glory, Valor, and Infamy reputations have had their internal systems rebuilt to a unified implementation. In-game, players should expect minimal perceived changes. Unified Glory, Valor, and Infamy rank reputation tracking. Before Forsaken, Glory and Valor had only major ranks, Guardian, Brave, etc. After Forsaken, Glory and Valor gained sub-ranks. Brave 1, 2, 3, alongside Infamy, etc. However, all the historical tracking, aka lifetime ranks, and quest usage still use the original major ranks. Now, the sub-ranks are now 
Nope, that's what it says. Okay, now the sub-ranks are now referred to as simply ranks. And all usage has been converted to use them where appropriate, i.e. all lifetime values and quest targets have been multiplied by three. Glory playlists no longer block Valor win streaks from declining. Mm, so, if you, so if you have a Valor win streak and you go into a Glory playlist, currently, if you lost in that Glory playlist, you kept your Valor win streak. So now if you have a Valor win streak and go into Glory playlist, it sounds like you will, and you lose, you will lose your Valor win streak. No, it says Glory playlist no longer block valor win streaks from decline oh you're right my bad yeah. i had a stroke yeah i know like that's i had to read that sentence like three times that's what it looks like is yeah basically if you if you have a pvp win streak going and you lose a pvp game it will take away your win streak no matter where you're playing that's right like the gist of it fair enough uh la, 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 la. the valor badge now appears on the titan's launch sorry Titans of Osiris. Dude, I see capital T and I think Titan because whatever. I'm broken. As we said, yeah. You you take Um, Titan a lot more than you do Hunter. The Valor badge now appears on the Trials launch screen. Infamy win streak bonus is now linear. 35 points per win. Glory win streak bonus is now linear at 20 points per win. Note! With the eventual update to Vanguard Reputation, players should be ready to spend their Vanguard tokens during the season of the Splicer. Uh, we're now jumping down to Eververse. And Eververse Archive Filtering. Here we go. What is this? Players can now easily filter the offerings in the Storefront Archive tab. Cool. Per numerous community requests, we added many exotic weapon and armor ornaments from previous seasons to the archive tab. That is a good quality of life change because that's aggravating to to miss out on a piece of, you know, um, aesthetic piece of aesthetic because you missed a week or something. You know, uh, Bright Engram's spawn effects, meaning how they look when they spawn. And shaders are now standalone items in Bright Engrams. Bright Engrams can no longer decrypt into duplicates of these items. Cool. A small amount of glimmer will be awarded when decrypting Bright Engrams. Well, that makes sense. Should have been doing that all along. General things, guys. We have Momentum Control and Team Scorch returning. And they will be available as a part of a weekly playlist rotation. Added repeatable bounties to Shahan in the Cosmodrome. Fixed an issue causing vaulted gear to erroneously stop from strike unique loot lists. Thank you, because running a Nightfall ordeal and getting an 1100 masterworked sniper rifle is kind of a kick at the teeth. And you can't, you can't take it any higher than 1100. It's just stuck there. Yep, because it's vaulted gear. So yep. I appreciate that fix. Um, added a full suite of trace rifle focused armor mods to the game. Yes, oh, I've been waiting for this. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, when is that coming? Is that coming in season 15 or is that here now? So, what are we reading and what does it reference? Patches for four, yeah. Yeah, which is which coming is when? 
<laughs> Tuesday, I know. Um, okay. And you don't know because otherwise you wouldn't be asking silly questions, would you? I, I always talk before I think, but when I think I catch up to my mouth. Yeah. So anyway. So you know, you know, if you would just if you just read like another like another line down, please read the next line of the twelve. Ah, and the one more thing before we go. While while the following won't happen in update 3.2.0, we have some news concerning 2018 and 2019 Solstice Heroes Armor Glows. Not that line. No, no, no. There's nothing about that. There's nothing about that. There's nothing there. I don't know what you're talking about. In April 22, 12 articles. This line that says, patch notes are planned to drop in full around the 10th around 10 a.m. PDT next Tuesday, right alongside the season of the Splicer. I don't so, see that. It's not there for me. So, um, so the, what so I do see is the thing. April 22nd 12 article. It was stated that clothes for these armor sets would not be supported by armor synthesis due to technical issues since the Update. new 2020 tournament uh, <laughs> mechanics uh, were well received. We were able to work Sorry, rework, rebuild how 2018 and 2019 glows worked to address the community's request. They could have just made those armor glows like a standalone thing instead of having it attached to an armor. You know, just whatever. And just just remember, whatever you know, pick a bug that's going to be there at the beginning of the season, and just remember that that bug is there and didn't get fixed because somebody spent resources on fixing glows. From one and two years ago, no, um, not worth it. Oh, it's totally worth it. No, <laughs> no, it's not. No. Our current plan is to make these glows into universal ornaments. Oh, there you go. And sets like 2020 Social Heroes Universal Armor ornaments. This fix will have some limitations, but these ornaments will not be updated to support stasis, but will support arc, solar, or void subclasses. In addition. The granted ornaments will be for the legendary armor set from each year only. Players who acquired any subclass type glow for that year slash slot will receive the corresponding legendary universal ornament for all three classes. We are hoping right. to have this exploited by the Solstice of Heroes 2021, but we cannot guarantee the date. So stay tuned for future twabs for additional information. Take a drink. Okay. Not gonna happen. It's gonna be available for twenty twenty two. All right. So now, so we, now we get parody prepared for download. Ba ba bam. Prepare for download. And there's no such thing as a final countdown in a live service environment. But we've performed this ritual many times before, and it's just exciting today as it was back in twenty fourteen. Player support knows the song, and it's almost time to dance. Respawn, take it away. This is their report: seasonal titles and bungee rewards. I was told there'd be a song and a dance. Where's my song and dance? Oh, do that. Sing a song. Player support. They know the song and it's almost time to dance. I was. They're queuing you up. They they listen to the show and they know this is your time to shine. No, they hand no. they handed you this opportunity. I, I've never sung on this show at all. Everything if that you, you don't hear, sing now, sing for me now, chimp, or I insert a song here. Then insert a song here because I'm not singing. Fine. There's nothing to sing about. He is the champion. He is the champion. Teleported for the win. He is the champion of the game.
this doesn't correlate to anything. It's not like you know you got like the Rocky thing that pops into my brain or something. This doesn't correlate to anything. It just says player support knows this song and it's almost time to dance. What does that correlate to? Yeah, anybody? Uh, you singing a song? Head. Yeah. Final, final countdown. It, they even put final countdown oh, in there. And so quotes. disappointing. You, 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 uh, you know, they, they, they even teach you up and everything. And they, 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 right? handed, they handed you the ball and you just dropped the ball, tripped okay. over it, and then broke your spine. So, you but know, I don't know just, the words to the final countdown. I just know. That's all I know. I don't know any of the words to the song except the final countdown. Respawn, you are my jukebox hero. <laughs> I wonder how that worked because I was backing away from my mic that whole time. It probably faded in and out real bad. Oh, no, it sounded okay. beautiful. Okay. So. <laughs> Now that we've gotten both our song and our dance from Respawn, and we've praised Night Demon as our Lord and Savior, in our hearts, if not in podcast form, we do have a report about seasonal titles and Bungie rewards. So, Season of the Chosen ends on May 11th. View our update on the 3.2.0 timeline on what time it will end and when Season of the Splicer begins. So, before the season ends, if you've earned your Chosen, Conqueror, or Flawless titles, claim and equip them to ensure they don't get removed. Guys, same thing at the end of the season. If you did a thing, claim the thing, earn the thing, or it goes away, and then you get to be sad that you did all that hard work and got absolutely nothing for it. And you have no things. Yeah. And, and if, you're, if you've are if you been holding out, waiting for your uh, your budget rewards to go buy them in the store, um, they have to be earned in-game before May 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific and claimed and claimed on the Bungie Rewards site, budget.net slash rewards, by May 14th, 2021 at 9.59 a.m. Pacific, so right before reset on the 14th of May. So if you want your Europa Penguin figurine, your chosen seal pin, remember, put your chosen seal first, your Hawkmoon long sleeve shirt, your Guardian Games gold medal pin, Hunters, or Guardian Games 2021 jacket, Hunters, it's World of Titans, I guess, buy those or they go away and you can't buy them and then you're sad. For seasonal challenges, as we announced earlier, when Season of the Chosen ends and Season of the Spicer begins, the seasonal challenges will be retired. If you haven't done them, they go away. So that's it. Any seasonal challenges that are required to upgrade the War Table and the Helm, however, will still be available. So they go away, except for the ones that don't. Go look at your seasonal challenges. It'll tell you which or which. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not that good at this. Delete your shaders. The shaders are going away. Delete all the shaders before the end of the season. Get your glimmer, get your shards, or uh, again, you get nothing, you lose. Good day, sir. Now, to answer Respawn's question, when do we get all these good things he, he read to us and told us all about? Tuesday, May 11th, uh, we're going to have another maintenance set. Again, same timetable. 9 a.m. Same bat time, same bat channel. Maintenance begins, 45 minutes, you're kicked out of the game. 15 minutes after that at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1700 UTC. The update 3.2.0 will be available for everybody in all the places, and you can log back into Destiny 2 after you download it. And at 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, Destiny 2 maintenance is expected to conclude. Expected to go longer. And then you'll have it. And with with this lovely patch and our lovely new season, um, there are a couple of issues. Again, remember, pick your favorite one, because this is an issue because they worked on Glows. 
in the Warden of Nothing strike, the number of champions defeated will now track properly for each player. Okay. I'm sorry, I read this wrong. These are the issues they have resolved in the patch. These are not my <laughs> issues. Because they like, didn't wait a minute. people away from these resources to work on glows. Right. Those are different issues. Yeah, so fixes. Fixes coming in the patch. When you do your word in another strike, your champions will now be tracked properly. Your Fell Winter's Helm will no longer cause the 2020 Solstice of Armor glows to default to Void, regardless of what subclass you're using. Players on the Moon now will become Whalers and will be required to fight Whales. Wait, now. Players on the Moon will no longer automatically join the Hive Ritual Public Event and must actually, you know, engage in combat to join it as Zavala intended. In the Disgraced Strike, players will no longer be locked out of the boss room from spawning too far behind other fire team members. In respawn, your Arc Strider's Hunter's Combat Flow will no longer fail to trigger on melee kill. Nice! The new light tutorial messages will no longer appear during Crucible and Gambit matches, and in Gambit, dropped modes will no longer disappear immediately if the opposing team summons their Prime Evil. I didn't know that was a thing. I never noticed that. No, that's that's definitely a thing. That's pretty bad. So these are the issues that will exist after the patch goes live in the new season. There's, there's issues with low performance on PCs. They're still continuing to investigate why season of the chosen quests, the hammer of proving and the guardian games quests may still appear in the season tab or the quest log when the new season of Splicer's season of the splicer launches and uh they continue to look on the various error codes including weasels and anteaters so as always we'll link the known list article known issues article in our show notes if you don't know where to find it by now type it into the search engine you can do it i believe in you so yeah not a huge list of known issues so either there's many more issues we don't know or uh most of them are fixed so i take it back bungie good job on the glows fixing everything else Great. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm hungry. I want some cookies, some snacks. Maybe a Guardian Games pie. Maybe a Guardian Games pie. Uh, Friend of the show, Misum777, won his movie of the week for the weapons has his, this weapon has the same beats per minute as the friend's song. Well done, sir. And babies respawn. Oh, there are so many babies. There are fallen babies. Why do you you keep saying fallen babies? Scroll down in the twab, sir. Or even just watch the yeah, trailer no, again. Just I watch even... the trailer again. I didn't yeah. see any babies in the trailer. I don't know. Well, sir, um, I will tell you that the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, uh, nine people who are featured at the Artist of the Week all saw the fallen babies. Oh my god, there are fallen babies. They are adorable. You yes. thought Baby Yoda was adorable? Oh, this writing is shake. Look at that. What? That's adorable. Bungie was like, so Baby Yoda can make people go wild. We can make adorable fallen babies. Mm-hmm. Why are they fallen mm-hmm. Are we protecting them? Are they the future guardians? <gasps> They're Elixni. They're Elixni that have aligned with the Traveler. Nice. Go and they're adorable. So yeah, so we don't we don't even get like a this you know we're at the end of the twelve. There's there's no big list of like here's all the guns we're we're gonna tweak. Uh, here's all the big changes coming. They're like they're playing it close to the chest. Like they've told us, you know, I feel like in the past we've gotten more more about big archetype changes than what we've seen, and 
haven't seen that much. So I'm kind of excited to go into this, not knowing, not with, you know, every YouTuber's list of here's a 20. Bro, did you scroll down even further and see the hunter dressed in like everyday clothes? If this was ever an ornament, I would never take it off. Respawn. And instead of a cape, it's just Respawn. a jacket. What? Rewatch the trailer again. Yeah, don't don't tell him. There's a hunter wearing jeans in the trailer. Yeah, but this isn't just jeans. This is like a sweater with some gloves yeah. and instead of a cape, it's it's Watch a... the trailer again when it when it flicks oh. through the hunter wearing the transmog stuff. It's obviously new ornaments that are coming to Eververse. So fast. Gotta, gotta slow it down. Gotta gotta open it up. Play it like a quarter speed. Make it real slow. So oh, I, think, I see uh, it now. Yeah, yeah. And and just as I'm going to refer to him, he's gone again. Just like in into the mist, there he goes. We we had a not arf, and now and now we not not have have arf, and now it's all gone. Now, I wanted to ask. So him he's having the same problems disconnecting that my team is. So apparently, sorry UK, you, you've brexited Discord chat this week. We have. You don't get yeah. audio. Yeah, sorry. Lockdown extends to Discord. It seems. <sighs> yep. I he heard us you know, trying to moan our way through figuring out if Vex were friendly or not. Mm-hmm. It's like, so I, I wanted can't... to ask him the question about the, 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 friendly, the friendly thingy. You'll have to wait. And, you know, to keep, instead of keeping our listeners waiting, why don't you get onto a response report roundup? Well, I'd love to, except uh, not at this time, because the team is looking to ensure Horus Lease can drop, even though it has a power cap for those finishing out the seal. Kind of like some of their older gamut weapons that can be acquired from the Drifter in the Tower. We do not have plans to reissue the older Nightfall weapons at this time. Sorry to bring bad news, but we can always pass up feedback. Take a drink. Who's that from? That is from DMG. Destiny News says, looks like a Warlock-specific sword. Death's Razor will have a different frame in the season of the Splicer. Currently, it's an adaptive frame sword. So, what, they're probably going to make it like a wrapped frame, like a like a Hunter? Because if they made it like a heavy frame, like a Titan, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Actually, the rapid frame wouldn't make sense either. I don't know what the hell. Um, anyway, uh, this comes from Bungie Help. They're addressing where it says, we are investigating an issue where the closing competitor triumph isn't unlocking for players who talk to Zavala and claim the quest. That's what happened to me. Um, update, this issue is resolved. The closing competitor triumph can now be claimed by all players. Okay, cool. I got to go back to yeah. yeah, so if you, so if you could, and that's basically your closing ceremony. Couldn't, you know, get that go try again because they fixed the issue yesterday afternoon. Yep. Uh, will the Eye of Soul Sniper ever come back? DMG is replying to this. It went out of rotation during Season of the Chosen. New season starts next week. Stay tuned. He didn't say a damn thing. Take a drink. Destiny Tracker breaking. Destiny 2 background logo on Stadia has been updated to the Season of the Splicers already. Look at that. Uh, does anyone know? Is there any wallpapers about this logo? I would like to see... All of this should be available in the press kit once the season launches. So if you like the background right there, eh, just wait for it to launch and you can get it. Destiny Tracker. Three wins equals Igneous Hammer. Five wins equals Igneous Hammer. (laughs) Seven wins equals Igneous Hammer. Flawless equals Adept Igneous Hammer. Pinnacle drop. Very nice. 
Sounds like I, someone's clearing out the uh, extra igneous hammer surplus in the vault this week. So it looks like if you're going to play trials, uh, it's all igneous hammers all the time. Yeah. I mean, I mm, hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking this would be good for every week. Three, five, and seven. You get three rolls of your weapon plus the, the Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. A bungee. Make it a thing. Make it a thing. All right, cool. I like it. I dig it. It's good. Make it make it permanent. DMG commented this week at Bungie. Details for the emblem jacket. This is by DMG. Details for the emblem jacket and other Bungie rewards will be available closer to the raid date. Stay tuned. Take a drink. So there is no 24-hour emblem for teams that finish the challenges within 24 hours. I repeat, for all of you that are trying to finish it within 24 hours, you got no reward. Not this time. No emblem. So you didn't have the kudos. That's and DMG it. is telling you to stay tuned because information will be a closer about that closer to when the raid actually launches. So there is likely going to be one, nope. but they have not told us yet. Nope, not going to happen. Uh, DMG says, team is aware of this. Looks like they have fixed a stated... Bleh. DMG, Bro. can we please do something about Chaos Reach? It's up way too often. The hitbox is beyond broken. It's just incredibly not fine to fight against. Yeah, that was by Severin J. I kind of read these... These tweets, it always throws me out that they're read from, like, the bottom up. I hate that. Um, and then DMG replies to this. Team is aware of this. Looks like they fixed a slate. They have a fix slated. Damn it. Read. For the next patch to address instances where the super could penetrate older objects. Team was also aware of continued feedback on Geomag stabilizers. We'll provide more info when available. Take a drink. DMG says there will be definitely some moments where players hide behind things and are killed by splash damage if they are crouching too close to a corner. But hopefully this addresses moments where folks are clearly behind a wall, jumping through the air, but still taking damage. Yeah, um, I've, been, I've been nuked so many times in Gambit and, and Crucible with Chaos Reach from nowhere near me. But it's like, no, no, we killed you. We promise. Yeah, so they say. Uh, Bungie help. Due to an issue, the Warlock's Bleak Watcher aspect for the Shadebinder Stasis subclass has been disabled. Uh, Bungie replies to this. Uh, I'm sorry, DMG replies to this. Uh, a bunch of folks hoped in an emergency triage. Hopped. Damn it. Hopped. A bunch of folks hopped in an emergency triage to talk about a gross bug this morning. Infinite roaming super. Scary stuff. What to do about it? Need to investigate. Disable turret. That isn't an option. Hold super. Hold subclass. Disable trials. What about GMs? Ah! Anyway, so take a drink as this told us absolutely nothing. And this was from May 1st. This, this was what we talked about last week about, you know, is Bungie going to have to try, cancel trials over this bug? And no, they didn't, for one. And it looks like they just, you know, took away the shape binder bleak watcher, which was how you activated this infinite warlock super. So that was their solution. Take the aspect away. Problem solved. Cool. Uh, Kevin Yanes. Sandbox. Dennis. Kevin Yanes. Sandbox is working on a slew of tuning updates over the next few seasons. We're aware of key points of feedback in PvE and PvP. Some key places we're actively looking at, such as stasis freeze, slow accuracy penalties, and Westboro of Hadrons. We will share more with you soon. Pretty sure that qualifies for a drink. So uh, that's the last one of the morning. And uh, there you go. That's it for the Respawn Respot Roundup. Fair enough. Yep, fair enough. Uh, did you watch all the YouTube this week so you could tell us about it? Oh, somebody did. I did watch lots of YouTubes. Ta-da! Um, 
uh, funniest moment of the week is the Paul Tassi video on the closing of the Guardian Games. <laughs> it is 22 seconds long. And considering his intro and outro is about 10 seconds each. Yeah, half of that at you least. Could, yeah, you could just imagine what his reaction was. That made me laugh so much. I put that on the stream. Let me see if I can find it. I, I saw that too. It was, yeah, I, I agreed. The it's point a, being... A closing ceremony. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, his uh, his ceremony took about as long as it took me to get through the entire closing ceremony. I think Bungie did what they always do. They hype something up unintentionally by hyping it up, saying, oh, we've extended the date and the times and things. But I think it's more the fact that it was giving people a chance to log in. Was that it? Yeah, it was just giving people a chance <laughs> to log in to go and get the rewards rather than it being a big ceremony kind of thing. Yeah, neither was the closing ceremonies. That was the point. The closing ceremony is go talk to Zavala. <laughs> That's sort of his point. There's there's no ceremony. Like there's no there's nothing oh, there. It's wow. nothing. You know what? You screwed us last season. You no. guys have had their closing ceremony, but now that the hunters win, where's our closing ceremony with Titan freaking fireworks in the air? You know what I haven't seen this season, and I know nobody's mentioned it yet. Where's your statue? <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't it, find it. it. I looked at the tower board. Coming... Oh. Yeah, couldn't find it. That, that's oh. the idea. It's invisible. It's like a hunter. It's invisible. You have to go find it. Yeah. And it better be of Cade 6. I'm going to be very, very upset. Um, late breaking update. Hello, everyone. Could I please have your attention? Close your laptops. Put any electronic devices away. I need your attention. Eyes to the front, please. There is a yep. Destiny 2 Fallen Baby Plush in the Destiny Rewards store that appears Hello. to glow in the dark. Sorry. I just stumbled across this and felt the need to share it immediately. Oh my god, it's so adorable! Oh, look at this one! Oh my god, it's so adorable! <laughs> I'm gonna get that for me. The wife's probably gonna take it, but I'm gonna get it for me. Luna! You have, to, you have to buy two, so you're, you're, you're gonna need $777,000. I'm assuming it's a, you know, do something for completing the season, and yeah. you'll get the code to, to not make it $700,000. And just for the record, Yes, you can try to put it in the cart. Yes, you can try to check it out, but Bungie will not actually let you spend $777,777.77. They say no. Sorry, Night Demon. On with your video watching. Um, but again, this was this was too important not, not to have fallen over for a moment. It, 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 there's, no, there's no anything. There's no price. There's no card. There's no nothing. See, see, the, see the coming coming soon? They tell you it's coming. They're they're teasing you. They're they're passing the feedback onto the team that you would deeply like to own this, but you cannot actually own it yet. God, I need this in my life. Look at it though. It's like it's a thing. Look at. I mean, I I know this is obviously that it's in the dark, in the dark, but I wish it had this aesthetic all the time. Oh, look at the babies. Right. So something that I came across on one of the other discords this week was I think by Sneaky Snake over on the Guardian down general chat posted a link to every Destiny 2 free code for May 2021. And it's all the free emblems that you can get, even going back to the beginning of Beyond Light. So there are a couple in there that I didn't actually have when I inputted the code on the Bungie 
.NET website for the rewards, it actually gave me them, so it was pretty cool. So I've got a couple more emblems. Nice. So there was a, apparently there was a Bungie community puzzle in the last week where a certain amount of YouTubers and content creators got special boxes in the post from Bungie. And when they all combined these things together, it came up with a code that you could enter at the Bungie Rewards page, which gave you a new emblem. And Cheese Forever has a video on that and a link to all the different things if you want to go and check out the um, the community puzzle and everything else. But you can, basically what it boils down to is there's a, a free emblem code that you can get that you don't have to worry about from doing the community puzzle. It's just free. Nice. Nice. Um, apart from watching Fallout Places video on how to prepare for next season, which is probably going to be a bit of a waste of time for some people going literally because by the time this podcast is released, it's like only a couple of days before you kind of the new season. But there are just kind of things, you know, make sure that you're getting the right weapons, getting your catalyst done if you want to kind of focus on getting some of those for the new season, like the Sleeper Simulant that we talked about getting like retold tales apparently because there are some really good roles on the retold tale which is the shotgun from the dreaming city and something he did point out in his video was that you can pick up the pet revenge bounty from her in this in the dreaming city complete it and then if you go and do a shattered throne dungeon and pop it while you're in there you get an extra chance at getting the shattered throne dungeon weapon sets and armor sets so I yeah, think the, yeah. There's the apparently he said there's a bug. Yeah, there's yeah. a bug where if you turn in that bounty in the Shattered Throne, it has a chance to drop like Shattered Throne gear as well, or something along those lines. Yeah. So, I mean, the other thing we kind of can discuss is the three new exotics that are coming with the new season, which I'm guessing will probably be only available in the what probably the, it? the Lost Sectors again. Yeah. Thank you. I, I just realized we had. We glossed over those, so yeah. I did not even see those. Can't, co-op. can't miss those. No. So for the hunters, you have the Star Eater Scales, which allows hunters to feast upon Where orbs of are power. You meeting, sir, so I can look it up myself. In the host's well. notes. Oh, in the, the show notes. Okay. Yes. So allows hunters to feast upon orbs of power, charging their super more quickly and making it more potent. Titans have the Paths of Burning Steps, Titan's armor that converts solar eliminations into increased weapon damage and makes them more difficult to lock down with stasis. And then finally, you have the Boots of the Assembler. Condenses a Warlock Rift, healing or empowered energy into projectiles that seek out their allies to bless them with noble benefits. And I will link a video by Jarv who goes over some of the details of what potentially these could mean because. Um, he goes into detail about the the noble rounds that you can get from the Lumina, which is the exotic hand cannon, and what that potentially could mean for the warlocks with um, healing and doing various different things with that. So that was quite interesting. So apart from like a few videos to watch this week, there isn't that many, to be honest. Yeah, I sort of did the same thing. So I, I pulled up, yeah, like in Paul Tassie's closing ceremony, fallouts, like prep for the season. It's like by the time. Yeah, by the time we tell you the season will be over and the new season will be here, so you should have already prepped. Yeah. Yeah, but I appreciate, you know, having an exotic that, you know, 
because I was thinking if we have season, we have solar, why is there no like benefit to being solar? So I appreciate having the exotic where it's like, yes, I can maybe take this into, you know, into PVP. PVP, yeah. <laughs> and give me some way to say, okay, well, let, let me spec out for solar and grab my all my solar things. You know, grab my summoner, bring that in there, melt some people with solar, build up a little you know, resistance to all the freezing, and so I'm not frozen every 15 seconds, which just gets real, real quick. So I appreciate there being just you know a little bit of synergy there. The hunter, what I'm really curious about, being able like, right? to make yourself more powerful. By eating the orbs of power, it's like, you know, talk about charging yourself with light. That's charging yourself with light up to 11. Yeah, but it, it, not only does it, you get your super faster, but it says it makes your super more potent. And I can't help but notice it's not subclass. Thank you, Elijah. It's not subclass specific. So does that mean you can pair these with, I don't know, stasis to get your stasis up faster? Oh, my God. That would be evil in PvP. Just more stasis tornadoes everywhere? Ugh! Hear me ah. out. I, I, I figured it out. It allows you, as a shadow shot hunter, to shoot your shadow shot and have it activate before you get murdered. <laughs> That'll never happen. <laughs> Actually make it potent enough to, to snare even, the... Even with the target, that'll never happen. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I'm really curious what that means. Is like, What does more potent mean? Does it, you know, does the, the stasis super last longer? Does your golden gun do more damage? Yeah, it's like, is it a damage output? Is it a time thing? I mean, I would think it's damage, right? Because, yeah. I mean, potency. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, blade barrage, damage, your golden gun damage. Yeah, so does it do more damage? Yeah, like, does does the, yeah, I, I'm really curious to see how that plays out, because that's, that is going to be really interesting. Right. They look goofy, though. I mean, what's with these little fish scale looking things on the back? <laughs> uh, you're, you're just Aquaman, sir. Just, just, just give in. You can't even sit down because of this. This one spike right here is going to make it so you can never sit down on these pants. Nope. <laughs> no sitting or crouching, only standing upright. No, yours, visually speaking, look pretty good. It looks like you have heaters on your legs, I guess, to melt the ice. Yeah, just keeps your legs little warm. Space heaters on your legs. And the warlock legs. And the warlocks look like nothing. I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, they look like legs. Yeah, yeah, but that's interesting. Yeah, it condenses the 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 rift's healing or empowering energy yeah. into projectiles that seek out allies to bless them with noble benefits. Yeah, that would finally maybe make like the empowering rift useful if you could empower your teammate, yourself, and your teammates by. Yeah, energy. Yeah, it's like, are you shooting them? Is it sort of like the Lumina on everything? I'm curious yeah, how that could work. Because like, you get a magazine full of those rounds. Yeah, yeah, condenses the healing or energy into projectiles to seek out their allies. Yeah, there's so an yeah, effort. yeah. Like, is it sort of like a you know, is it like buddy? Except it's now like a Lumina buddy. Or yeah, it's like, are you shooting somebody with that exotic equipped? I'm curious, just yeah, how that like the Titan one. I understand. <laughs> heat melts fire. The other two, I'm like, well, how's that going to work? I mean, okay, so okay, let's melts ice. Jesus. Condenses a warlock rift healing or empowering energy into projectiles that seek out their allies and bless them with noble benefits. Now, it doesn't say for a weapon, so you might be onto something with the. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, maybe it is the rift. Yeah. yeah, maybe it is like an arc buddy, but a, a lumina buddy. Okay, let's think about this for a second. When you have a, a rift, like a healing rift in a, in a raid, right? Everybody's got to stand in that l one little spot in order to benefit from it. 
right. what if this little orb just kind of shoots everybody on your team and everybody gets heal buffs, right? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. that would that would be cool. Yeah, like yeah, instead of the arc buddy going to all of your people having yeah. an empowering or a healing buddy, yeah, where they don't always have to stand in that one little spot, it actually seeks them out and shoots them. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious how that could work. Powered in a raid, I think. I don't think it's going to work like that. If it works like that, that'd be overpowered. Yeah, Not well, it's all about that overpowered life. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you know, giving you some benefit. It's not like a huge benefit. It's not like you know, tight wall back in the day that lets you shoot forever. You know, it could give you like a small boost that wouldn't. You know, it's not going to be game breaking, but it's just you know makes you a little more powerful. Makes you know gives you a little bit better. Gives you that extra little boost in the grandmaster, maybe not to die. Uses that tiny little bump of, of healing or empowering. I don't know. Interesting. I, I I love I love where Bungie's at. Just you know, again with the new perks and the new exotics, still kind of hate having to farm for them. The stupid little sectors. But but, but at least one, it's a you know, it's not you know, it's something you can do solo for one. Like it's something you well, I mean, you have to do solo, but it's something you, you don't need a team to get done. And I just I, I'm really digging the. Right, because like I, I like living in 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 a bubble where I know what goes where. Right, hey, solar super, boom, you got you got you got the the helmet, right? You have the uh, whatever helmet for for your for your for your solar, right? Um, you got a freaking uh, stasis super. Well, that tells me that I'm gonna use bombardiers so I can freeze them while they detonate, right? And that also works with the the void. For you know, I can turn invisible while they, you know, detonate, or you know, you swap to the void legs for that, right? But, 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 but things like these pants right here, they don't have like a place per se, right? So it's like, oh, well, I can do so much with these, but you know, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna affect everything else, though. You know, like, like, what do you, what do you choose at that point? Do you go with the legs, or do you go with the, the Hawkeye, the hawk, the hawk? Something the Celestial Nighthawk. Celestial Nighthawk. Yeah, that one. Right? So Celestial Nighthawk for solar, Oathkeeper for bows, right? Or, you know, you can also do Arthur's Embrace if you're doing PvP solar, right? And then you have the Bombardiers pretty much every other time for me, right? Orpheus Rigs for Void if you really want to. And you know, that's it. I'm I'm in my little world. These are the exotics I use for the different things, right? But these these pants, they don't they don't have a place. It's like they can be everywhere. They can be in all the places, you know? So like ah, I kind of wish they would have put it to a certain subclass. That way, you know, hey, these pants are for this subclass, this is what they work with. Boom. Done. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm I'm getting overwhelmed with options and I don't know what to do with my brain's having a meltdown. Kind of <laughs> like these tight pants. <laughs> It does look like you have space heaters on your legs, though. That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so if that's all, and we don't have any more videos, let's do an outro because I have a baby that has invaded my office. Well, before we go, I just want to say thank you to all the the listeners that we've suddenly had an influx this week of right people oh, yeah. downloading the show. Like, thank you. Just can't believe it. The amount of people that have actually downloaded and. Hopefully subscribed and, yeah, and decide to, to stick around. We, we love you. Where, where have you come from? Will you come back? Who's pointing us? Who's pointing you in our direction? And thank you, whoever's pointing you in our direction. Hopefully, it's one of our, you know, one of our Destiny podcast brethren. DestinyPodcast.com. You can see all the great Destiny podcasts from all the great places. 
or yeah, I, I'm always curious to, yeah, when we get a big boost of people, where, where have you come from? And thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for <laughs> tolerating us. <laughs> and Reese will. I mean, he's included in the us. Yeah, yeah. I suppose so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks for all of us that is forcefully imposing us on your friends and loved ones. Keep at it. And uh, if you make us famous, we can just do this all the time, have more shows for you. So by all means, make us famous. Yeah, Respawn, Respawn could have his own Respawn Report Roundup or Respawn Rants just mm-hmm. podcast all by himself. He could just be talking to himself all day long and you guys could download it and listen to it as much I as you like. But I get paid for doing it. We won't hold you so. back. <laughs> Somebody will have to record and edit it, but that's right. I mean, that, that would be you, obviously, because I need you because you're the greatest editor I've ever seen. And uh, then you can have your OnlyFans where you get to lull people to sleep with your voice as you read things like The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, can yeah, you, I, could, I could do that. Yeah. The whole Lord of yeah. the Rings series. Yeah, yeah. I, I would pay for that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then Parody, he could. Uh, Make sure that our Zoom is working for for the for the what? I, I don't know. Uh, I too was curious where that where that sentence yeah, was yeah, going. Where that was going? Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for joining us. Thank you for upgrading your OnlyFans to use the air conditioning. It'll work much better here in the summer. Your Titans are parody and Night Demon. Your Hunters no one responds in real life. Your Lore Scribe lost in the wastes, lost at the bandwidth is not ARF. Maybe he's been taken by the Vex. Maybe he's in some sort of sunless internal moonlight area. We'll see if we can find him for next week. You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at, you know, the hunter. And then there's two titans. Flip that around. That's how you find us. You can find all your favorite guardians on Xbox Live, respawn on PC. Night even if he's on PC and can figure out how to play with you. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. Watch the show on YouTube because Nineteen puts it up and he works very hard on that and editing the show and making the show not the giant train wreck it is in real life. You can join our Discord at discord.frozen.party. That's frozen with a zero. Enjoy your train wrecks in whole or in half. And gents, say goodbye until next week. Tuttles. Deuces. Season of the Splicers. Are you actually just going to put the whole me humming that song? <laughs> yeah. With no I words. Can, just, just I can get away with it. Screaming in the yeah. Yeah. I, I can get away with it. I, I'm dipping. So, okay. deuces, everybody. Thanks Dippy for the show. Dip. Thanks for watching. And I'm out. You dip uh, those dots, sir. Dip, 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 Adelphia. Dip, 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 anonymous. Dip, but all day long. Dip. Anonymous. I just made up a song. No, I didn't. And we're still recording. <laughs> I never sing on the podcast. I don't. I don't sing at all. I never do. Everything that's in the podcast is because you you edit it there, you evil, evil No, thing. no. That is definitely a song. It, uh, not for me. It might be a song, but it ain't for me. No, I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear this is the truth, and I owe it all to you, because I've had the time of my life, and I owe it all to you. I've been waiting for so long, now I've finally found someone to stand by me. We saw the writing on the wall, and we felt this magical fantasy. 
with passion in our eyes. There's no way we could disguise it secretly. So we'll just take each other hands. Because we seem to understand the urgency of... Just remember, you're the one thing I can't get enough of. So, I'll tell you something. This could be a love because... But I've had the time of my life. No, I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear this is the truth. And I owe it all to you. Hey, baby. With my body and soul, I want you more than you'll ever know. So, we'll just let down. What what is this? What does this mean? I'm trying to read between the lines. I, I don't get it. But I've had the time of my life to know. I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear this is the truth. And I owe it all to you. But I've had the time of my life to know. I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear this is the truth. And I owe it all to you. I hate you so much.